0: Uh, coming
1: to you live from deep within a radioactive
0: waste wasteland, wasteland. Uh, This is the survivors of the alt-right kekpopalypse. Kekpopalypse. The, the, the few, the brave, the bitchy once more wading into battle against the froggy hordes with Rant Zerker. Yeah, no, um, it's, the Car- something- it's the
1: Karen Brigade-, Brigade. It's the Karen Brigade uh, coming to uh, tell you to mask up because those Zombie
0: viruses. Yeah, who knew uh, it would actually come to, come to pass? Dangerous. It would would actually come to pass. Apparently, the uh, the anti vaxxers the unvaccinated froggy hordes, are responsible for Suicide Squad bombing in the go- box office. Did you guys know that? <laughs> you
2: know, it's,
0: it's ah, that that just happens. It, you know, we we do that. We we ruin everything, Allison. Yep, antisocial so, uh, and criminal. It's time to to uh, gather us up and put us in camps. Maybe they could create a nice little COVID patch that they can put on us. You know what would be really
1: awesome is if I was actually put in a camp because then I would be uh, totally absolved of any responsibility for looking after myself. Mm. And and then it would just be like, I could just spend all day on
0: social media. (laughs) Mm. As one would. Okay, mm. so we, we're once again doing the majority report with the r- walrus. Sam, who's r-
3: yeah, Sam's really, Peter.
0: really getting into that that phallicly shaped.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> like an el- he's like an elephant seal. Uh, he has got the his phallic- harem, harem of females gazing up adoringly at his phallic nose.
0: Um, yeah, no, but look,
1: but look at look
0: at how he's just he's really getting in there with that microphone.
3: Yeah, he's just, oh. just caressing
0: oh, he's the stroking
1: shaft. It. Yeah, he's stroking the shaft with of the his,
0: microphone with his like... fingertips. <laughs>
4: Ever, so oh it... Ever so gently. Oh my
0: goodness. Ever so gently. Oh man, well, we have been doing this for too long now.
1: Yeah, this 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 one freaking episode that never
0: ends. Um It's, it's the it's the Ranzerker that never ends. It goes,
3: it on, just goes and on, on
0: and on on my friends
1: <laughs> Some people started doing it not knowing what it was and they'll continue doing it forever just because this is the rancor that never
0: ends. <laughs> oh, okay All right, so uh, just reminding everybody we're doing our monthly fundraiser at feedthebadger.com slash project slash badger dash media dash blitz so you can go to Feed the Badger and follow the pop-ups. I won't belabor the point because I know we're all eager to dive into the barrel of joy that is the majority report.
4: All of us. All right, so when we last left off, I think... (laughs) <laughs> Sam Cedar. I do have all the time codes from when I went through the entire thing before. So it's sort of, in a way, it's my fault that we're still doing this because if I have to watch a half hour of this garbage and then find the best bits and we don't respond to all of it, you've just made me watch a half hour of this garbage for no reason. For nothing. So at the very least, you know, uh, everyone else should also be suffering with me all right mm. so so there I you,
0: there you have it folks
4: that's why. Uh, this
0: this, this torture is the result of Brian's resentment and if
4: you want to get through this thing quickly then we just keep our responses brief um, <laughs> it, yeah I know I know it's ridiculous oh, it's okay all right. but last it's... time we left off Sam Cedar had demanded that blue orange 22 define masculinity and I think that's where we left off mmm all right all right so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and play it let me know if you cannot hear this uh, one of the time. I,
5: what is masculinity it's very quiet oh, shut up is
4: it that quiet it's ways. very quiet compared to you and.
6: please we need to give the floor back to the the, the man who thinks that masculinity is under attack what? one at a time
5: what is masculinity
2: i would say that masculinity <laughs> is defined as the social conventions that someone would expect of someone who appears to be
5: man expect but i don't wait 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 so you don't have masculinity i impose it on you is that what you're saying all
4: right let's play a little bit more so they're talking about masculinity let and maybe you guys can respond to this afterwards I did not say that, no.
5: Well, if you're telling me that the definition of masculinity is what other people expect, you're saying it has nothing to do with you, that you don't have masculinity. I impose it on you. That's my yeah, expectation. Sounds like your gender fluid. You, I didn't say no, not me personally, society. You're saying expectations. Does masculinity exist except for in the expectations of other people? Yes, it does. You well, fucking it-
1: retard. No, it can exist. As a natural state of being, as the natural way that men tend to be, which then creates the expectations of how
0: men are supposed to behave. And also how men can be exploited by society as well. Yes. So it's like, it's like, it's
1: nuanced. these idiots. These idiots are like, they're all it's either or it's either or it's all or none. It's either all socially constructed or it's all biological, right? There is never, never any kind of interaction between the two. There, there's never any ability to concede that the way men are biologically because of hormonal differences, right, and developmental differences that begin at week eight in the womb okay, when sexual differentiation starts, right, that because of those, boys and men will behave certain ways. And girls and women, right, who are born with high testosterone levels, who are exposed to high testosterone in the womb, they mirror masculine styles of play as children. They become tomboys. They they grow up to be Many of them to be butch lesbians, okay. Like it's it's a biological thing, right? It's reinforced and then independently enforced by the culture.
0: Okay, and I also like to make a clarification. Actually, they're more likely to be grow up to be bisexual women. Bisexual women are the most masculinized of women, as are bisexual men. Apparently.
1: Well, there you go. But what, what what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, you know, like if you can actually predict whether somebody is going to have same sex attraction and somebody and a, and a female is going to be an ex an ex ex female is going to be butch. If you can predict that by the length of her ring finger. Right. Then there's something biological going on. Mm. It's not just frickin culturally. Uh, imposed, right? But culture reinforces the expectations. The expectations are based on what naturally happens and then culture reinforces
0: the expectations. You know, some things are normalized because they're fucking normal! But you know what's interesting is that they're actually arguing against a common feminist concept, which is that masculinity is something that is pushed upon men and it's it's socialization, supposedly, uh and it's something that's inflicted upon men. And yet now they're arguing against that because, well, because I don't know they if just he's arguing want to.
1: Against it. I don't know if he's arguing against it. I, he may be arguing in favor of that. He's just asking uh, Blue Orange, oh, so it's all just culturally imposed, is it? And then he's going to be
0: like, aha! Well, I See, think the aha you
1: agree. You agree with the feminists that it's all culturally imposed. I think
0: Karen, I think the aha here is he's saying, "Oh, you think you're a victim of social forces." Yeah. Even though this is firmly within patriarchy hurts men too, feminist rhetoric. They're right now they're going to go and they're going to nail him to the wall for supposedly making himself out to be a victim. That's my that's my prediction. Let's 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 find out.
4: All right. Uh, The only thing I wanted to say uh, with regards to this is um, these people are not dumb. Uh, They know that that what they're doing is they're playing rhetorical games with Blue Orange. So let's not forget they're not dumb. They know that masculinity is a thing that exists. They just want to see if they can make Blue Orange look dumb by asking them to define something that, you know, can be difficult to define because by defining masculinity, you put it in a box. So it's, a, it's sort of a trap. But anyway, let's keep going.
2: Society as a whole, okay. yes. I didn't say from you.
5: No, no, I understand society as a whole. Do, can masculinity exist without the expectations of others? Yes. yes. Okay, what is it?
2: I think that if you took a million men and a million women, Under the same circumstances, and you follow them over 10 years, you would see there are certain trends and certain hobbies and certain interests that men would be more likely to be interested in.
5: What is it? What? What? It doesn't
2: mean that you're defined and it doesn't mean that you're locked into these roles. It doesn't mean that a woman can't play football and a man can't wear makeup. Those things are totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. What it means is that there are some innate differences. What a
0: smart piece of shit this man is.
2: Yeah. Well, oh god, we're, this is what not, you never play talk,
0: defense with them. We're not uh, talking about blue orange, we're talking no, about Sam no, Cedar. No, no. We're talking about Sam Cedar. Did you see that?
4: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Thank no, you. It's like but th- this the- is but the this is the thing that I'm always talking about. Blue orange I, you know, I like him. He seems like a good guy, but he's coming into this with a tremendous a tremendous amount of good faith with people who have absolutely no interest in showing him any mercy whatsoever. And so when he goes in, he basically has to like put all of these caveats like, well, I don't think that men should never be allowed to wear makeup, but I don't think that a woman couldn't wear a pair of pants. And it's like, fucking stop doing that. Stop fucking doing that. Yeah, they don't get, they don't, don't go ahead, go ahead.
0: They, do, look at his reaction. Yeah, give he doesn't you Absolutely care. no good faith back. Right. And I mean, a lot, I got people got on my case with how I dealt with Rose wrist. But the instant he started doing crap like that, I shut him down and people were like, well, let him speak. I'm like, if you let him speak, this is what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Invariably like, and I finally let him speak and he would not let go of the idea that I needed to identify as an intersectional. Like, yeah. like this is this is this is this is what happens when you let you, you don't call them to the task, to the mat. Every time they attempt the takedown, you take them to the mat, you take them to the mat, you take them to the mat, until they learn that they are not going to smarm their way out of uh, saying within the first two minutes, yeah, your position is unassailable and I agree with it, but I'm going to go ahead and disagree with it now. No. Yes. Sam Cedar lost in the first two minutes when he said, you're right, you know, I can't argue with it. Society has greater empathy for men than women. Then your women, entire. Women than men. Women than men. Sorry. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for correcting me. I apologize. I... I... Sam Cedar conceded the essential point that undermines his entire belief system. And now everything after this is a song and dance that he is using simply to discredit Blue Orange because Blue Orange has said the truth. And his only answer, Sam Cedar's only answer to the truth, is to make the truth teller look absurd and like a liar.
1: And oh, that's you know, what he's
0: doing. Okay, but this is this is like this is easy
1: territory for them. This is like they they know how to do this, right? Um people people on the hard left, right? Bill de Blasio, right? Mayor of New York City. He is totally against photo ID to vote because it's racist because minorities are are less capable of obtaining photo IDs. Okay. So it's racist and there's sh- nobody should have to show ID to vote. Okay. At the same time. Okay. He's advocating for vaccine passports to eat indoors at a McDonald's, to go to a gym, to go to a sports event, to to go to a concert, to go to the movie theater, to do all kinds of everyday things. Okay? Vaccine passports. Well, number one, 82% of white adults over 15, right, uh, in New York State are have, have had at least one dose of of the vaccine compared with 33% of African Americans in New York State, which means... He's just begging for a disparate impact discrimination lawsuit right there, right? But not only that, do you know what you need to get vaccinated?
0: Photo ID. Photo ID. Well
4: you need an ID well, to get here, vaccinated. Here
0: here here's the here's the key. Here's the, the, the cheat notes to this entire uh this entire level of, of reality. They don't give a shit about black people. They don't, don't give, give a, a shit, a about, shit about
1: internal consistency. They don't give a shit. He, Power. Will require, he will require every black citizen of New York City to have a photo ID and then get vaccinated. Okay. In order to eat indoors at a fucking McDonald's. But he won't require anyone in New York City to present a photo ID to vote because people just don't have IDs like minorities especially like they just can't get them it's it's like it's, it's it it just doesn't it, they can't get them Ugh. and i'm like i'm like okay if they can't i mean honestly what impacts your life more voting well, every 2 years throwing well, your one chip into a bucket of several million chips right or being able to eat at
0: a restaurant. Well, it, we know which impacts de Blasio's life more. Yeah. Oh, okay. my God. I, that's but what matters. That's, that's like, that's really freaking hilarious. Is that anybody thinks that any of the intersectional bullshit has anything whatsoever to do with helping minorities. Or, or anyone. reality.
3: Or well, reality.
4: Yeah, it, it's, it's not about... I mean, again, I know that people might say, wow, Bill de Blasio sure is dumb and hypocritical slash inconsistent. No, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They they, like they know that it's not it's not dumb. It's extremely dishonest. It's extremely manipulative. But it's it's,
1: diabolical. Yeah, it's
4: diabolical. Very
1: clever.
6: But it's not
4: it's not coming from a place of stupidity or ignorance. It's oh, not. no, it's it's it's, it's pure, like that scene like control. That's that's it. Yeah,
1: it's like, that are you telling me that scene this, this in Jurassic Park? It's seen in Jurassic Park where where uh, where, you know, the 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 guy in the in the uh, Safari, you know, the, oh, the, you,
4: the, yeah, the, the game Australian, warden or whatever the he was. Warden, yeah. The, the, the
1: yeah. And guy, he yeah. looks and, and he's being ambushed and he looks over and he's like clever girl. Right. Just mm-hmm. before he ends up being ripped to shreds. That's, that's literally th- these people are the velociraptors. They're the clever girls. Mm-hmm. Right. And like they, they don't fucking give a shit. They don't give a shit about whether any of what they say makes sense about any, whether any of what they say is internally consistent about whether anything that they say, uh, is objective, logical, reasonable, uh, provable or ca- or helps anyone or helps anyone right right they just they just want what they want and they want to say it and then they want to enforce it
4: yeah so going back to this video when even though sam cedar concedes the central pr- premise he is hoping that by the time this is over the entire I'll audience will have will have forgotten that he actually did that plus and this is another thing you have to be aware of. Even if they admit to these things, they will still try to essentially take charge of the conversation so that if there is any discussion around what should happen with men's issues, they are gonna be the ones that wanna be in charge of it. So even if he concedes it, the only thing he can do now is basically try to like make Blue Orange 22 look dumb so that he can say, so since I conceded this point and Blue Orange is clearly not qualified to discuss men's issues, I, Sam Cedar, am now the king of men's issues because I've conceded it, but I also control it. And that's what matters. Look at what happened on Reddit where the MGTOW forums were, were taken down and banned. And then the feminists that took it down, and it was feminists that took it down, it was basically most of Reddit that took it down, which is mostly a feminist cesspool of fucking goblins. They, yeah, social they justice basically, goblins. Yeah, they basically all put out Posts. There was like this big post that was put up by one of the Reddit admins to the MGTOW that had been banned. And it was basically saying, we think that what you guys are talking about is kind of dangerous because of the way that you blame women for everything. So we're going to recommend you some different Reddit threads that you should be going to instead to talk about your problems. Here's a list. And it's nothing but a bunch of feminist garbage because they want to control Men's issues, the discussion around men's issues. They know that it's becoming a more and more unavoidable thing. They can't pretend it like it doesn't exist. So now they're moving yeah. to control it. Look at what happened with Cafe. They want to control it, and if we're not careful, and they get control of it, it's fucking over.
0: Well, uh, well it's never gonna happen here, that, friends.
1: No, not not here at Honey Badger Radio. But I mean, like here. Here's one of the things. Okay, and this is this happened like more than five years ago, um, happened, uh, not too long after I started my YouTube channel and okay. So there was this woman who, uh, she grabbed the, uh, domain name, rfeminism feminism and on Reddit and, uh, and she, uh, her username was impotent rage. Okay. And, uh, she, started this subreddit because she wanted a less radical uh feminism subreddit uh there was at the time there was our feminisms and which was extremely radical radical and then a couple of others right but she she started this subreddit and and they talked about stuff and then you know the men's rights activists started to kind of jump in and want to debate they wanted to debate And all of her users, right? All of her members were, or a a bunch of her members were like, if these guys keep coming in here, right, we're just going to quit this subreddit. We're just not going to participate because, like, this is a space for us to talk about feministy things without being, like, contradicted and argued with and disagreed with. Okay. So she decided that, uh, and she, was friendly with my husband and friendly with me. And so she decided she was going to make this other subreddit. And the three of us all got together and brainstormed how the subreddit was going to work. And then she gave it the most retarded fucking name possible. It was called Ask Feminists. Okay. And uh, because she called it Ask Feminists, uh, it became uh, the feminist users decided that, well, this isn't a subreddit because she was trying to move the debate out of our feminism and into a different forum, right? And because she named it Ask Feminists, uh, all of the feminists on there were like, "Well, we're the authority here," and so and like eventually it got to the point where she had to adjust the rules so that only the only top comments, you know, the first comments, original comments. Uh, could be made to uh, any question or or post, uh, could be made by feminists, right? By, you know, documented, dyed-in-the-wool, self-identified feminists. And uh, men's rights activists could only then reply to those original comments, right? And so, I mean, like, it, it just was completely corrupted from the beginning because feminists wanted to control the conversation. Okay, but she tried. She tried her best. Right, and at one point, you guys remember shit Reddit says. You, do you guys remember? Not, I, yes, no. I remember
0: it.
3: No, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a, a redditor. redditor.
0: Brian is not a redditor.
1: Shit Reddit says was one of the most toxic social justice feminist subreddits out there, and all it did, all it did, was talk shit about anybody who disagreed with social justice or feminist activism, any uh, for any reason. Right, I mean, they smeared me, they smeared Allison, they smeared all kinds of people. Right, I had I had one shit Reddit sizer, you know, do a multi paragraph post about how they'd read a few of my posts and they were absolutely one hundred percent sure I was a man because I had a masculine style of writing, right, and all of this crap, right? Okay, so they 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 were just like and just absolutely toxic, like that. It was Twitter only on Reddit, okay and uh and if you if you were somebody who was being maligned right and you chimed in and defended yourself you'd be banned right you're not allowed to comment on this thread that's about you right because yeah we don't want you here right cuz this is this is the Karen bashing thread this is the Allison bashing thread right it was it was a horrific place anyway um so at some point, this woman who who owned the R Feminism subreddit made she she put an anti-SRS subreddit in her list of links in the sidebar. Okay, and everybody fucking freaked out. And then she made a post and said, our feminism will continue to be the feminism subreddit for adults, right? And we don't have anything to do with SRS because they're psychos, okay? And here's what how how things are going to work here, and we're going to try and keep things civil, but we're also going to respect people's freedom to to just disagree on on issues and to speak their minds, right? We are the we are the feminism subreddit for adults. And uh, a month later, she gets she phones us in a panic, right? She's just gotten this email or uh, was a direct message on Reddit, rather, right? From somebody with a a throwaway account who dropped just casually in conversation, just kind of, um, you know, like pun style, right? dropped her uh, her dating site username her brother's name, her parents' names, her city of uh, residence, her job title, right, and all of this, and said, if you, I, I, I'm really happy that you started these subreddits, but if you don't hand them over to a real feminist within one week, you're not going to like what happens,
4: Yeah, makes sense.
1: And and wow. she did it. She did it. She handed it all over. I think it was yellow mix. Do you remember yellow there mix? There are
0: also? You know they say, well, this that's that's not no it is. It's all feminism. But it you, is do all you remember it. Do you remember yellow mix? Yellow mix? Yeah. I uh, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, no.
1: Almost positive that was yellow mix from our feminisms. Took control of two
0: of the three subreddits that this woman but had. you know what? Control of. You know what's really delightful for me, and I know it's also horrifying at the same time, is their, their gnosis is being put to the test. The rubber is meeting the road right now in the world. Uh, and we're going to see if the feminist gnosis actually creates a functional society. And here, here's a little spoiler. It doesn't. So yeah. it's like it, it it just it you know at some point mm. if you are going to promote this narrative as the central narrative of society, at some point you're gonna hit a snag and it's gonna have to be tested. And it, it ain't it isn't gonna be it, it, it this isn't gonna be a respect women thing. This is gonna be reality.
3: Oh it, it,
4: I, I
1: can guarantee you Yellow Mix is a man.
4: Mm. Probably.
0: This
1: is
4: oh, no.
0: guaranteed. Okay, but I I don't, I don't disagree with you. But at some point, the feminist gnosis has to be has, is tested on whether or not it can sustain a society. And that's what we're seeing now. We are in well, the it, pain.
1: It can't It can't because it's not based on truth. It's not based, it's not based on reality, it's not based on facts. It's based on these weird fucking theories that are all on a foundation of feelings. Um, mm-hmm. and nothing that's demonstrable. And so it's like uh, nothing that's objective,
4: uh, mm-hmm. nothing that's but, true. But and, that's, and then all of the, well, I, all, I just want, oh, go ahead. It's okay.
0: All of the feelings and non, uh, non-factual stuff that we see going around today is downstream of this original lie. Oh yeah. In my opinion once you get people to believe something so fundamental about their identities and our sexual identities are the most fundamental identities that we have once you get some people to believe something absolutely absurd about that you can get them to believe anything anything
4: Mm. all right go ahead brian well i was just gonna add that um even if uh, like everything that is happening and we're in the pain and all that when Everything is said and done and it results in catastrophe. This, the most infuriating thing is that feminists are going to say it wasn't them that did it. And they're going to blame something else. Because we're going to just try it again, guys. We're going to get it right. We're going to get feminism right. No,
0: no,
4: no, Brian. That's what they're going to do. I won't forget. I know you won't forget. I know that I won't forget either. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. Think about
0: this. Think about this. They are now... Uh, they have constructed their boat, okay? And uh, we have constructed our boat, as small as it may be, and now they are going out there, they're pushing offshore, and they're going to be testing their boat. The only ones that survive will be because someone else fished them out of the water, who, who actually built a boat that can last. Or, alternatively, there are no boats left. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're, they, whatever they touch they will destroy and they will not be able to rebuild. So they're going to be sucked into their black hole of social chaos and everybody else unless you throw a rope for them you know, they are not going to get out. Yeah. Because they have built their own, they have chosen the force of their own destruction.
3: Sure. Sure.
0: So, I mean, or or alternatively, you're right. We we will recover and they'll be able to go forward and say, "Yeah, that wasn't us." Tee hee.
4: Yeah, I mean, like uh, I'll be there to call them out, but the point is they are I'm just preparing people for after everything is said and done and it will result in catastrophe, feminists will say, "Well, that wasn't us." That wasn't That's not feminism. Feminism is only oh, equality. Well, so, they've all, just be they've ready already- for the ex- Yeah, they've already started doing it.
1: No, let, they me, all, let me use a different they example. They doing it eight years ago when they were like, well, we were never the ones who denied the existence of male victims of female
0: abusers. Yeah. Okay, let me, let me put it a different way. Okay. All right. These people are purveying a poison and swallowing it themselves. They may never. say it wasn't our fault, but basically they're just swallowing another spoonful of poison. And as long as you're like, you know, I don't want your poison, you know, you can swallow it yourself, and you can keep swallowing it and see where that gets you. I think that everybody else will be okay. The problem really is not these individuals who I'm pretty sure are very much aware that what they are peddling is poison. It's the people who uncritically agree with them and don't 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 realize that it is I, and I don't understand how they can't realize it. Because if you think about it, the idea that men who have instincts to provide and protect for women created a society to benefit other men who they do not have instincts to provide and protect for at the expense of women. That idea is not just wrong. It's, it's incoherent. Yeah. It is. It, it is. It is. It's so incoherent, absurd and embarrassingly. So it isn't even wrong. Like if you're listening and you believe this, you should be embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, quite honestly, like that, you believe this?
4: You, sh- you should be, but I, I you know, again, I, I don't. Well, think it's they... because
0: it's because people like Sam Cedar. Getting back to this, people like Sam Cedar take people like Sneaky Blue, Blue Orange, Blue Orange, and most people are emotional thinkers, even though they probably know that it should be embarrassing to be this incapable of following logic or simple observation. Even though they know that. They look at this and Sam Cedar is basically say, yeah, you're right. You're right. So there's no way society could be constructed in this manner. But I'm going to make you look like the fool for having said that, even though yeah. I agreed with you. And therefore, all of my audience who are all emotional thinkers are going to think you're absurd. And you're what you said is embarrassing, even though it's the truth. And it's so much the truth that that the reverse is should be. Absolutely humiliating to even say, I'm gonna just do this song and dance, make you look like a buffoon, and my audience is gonna agree that you must be wrong because you look like a buffoon. You mm-hmm. know what's you know you know what's
1: really awful, Allison? If oh. you actually look at the stats, okay, and you go from the very hard right to the very hard left, you have this the on the very hard right, you have this slight deviation from the trend. It's a little bit higher. Right, but then it goes straight down for conservatives and for centrists. Okay, conservatives, and then up a little for centrists, and then for people on the left, uh, the moderate left goes up considerably, and then for people on the far left, it goes up way fucking high. Right? Okay, this is this is the way the graphs look. Okay, this is for not just people who have been diagnosed with a mental illness. not just people who are under treatment for a mental illness, but for people who fill in questionnaires that are used to diagnose mental illness who come up positive for mental illness, okay? on the the further other than that hard right, which is still way, way lower, half of what it is is on the far left, right? You you end up with like this massive spike where fifty seven percent of l- far left women have been treated for, or are uh, have been diagnosed with, or uh, have filled in a, a survey and been found to have uh, traits consistent with a mental illness. Fifty seven percent. Of far left women are mentally ill. Okay, and then we wonder, we wonder why this this woman is like, okay, I'm just gonna step away and throw up because I just can't, I can't handle what Blue Orange is saying. He's just like, I'm just so disgusted, I'm gonna throw up.
0: Okay, I know. Um, again, that ties into the whole idea of what, but what I'm getting at also oh, is it's that- emotional thinking though. So,
3: yeah it's emotional mental, thinking mentally mental ill illness,
1: emotional thinking. mental illness means you're not perceiving reality the way it is that's that's the whole definition of being mentally ill you have an anxiety disorder you're not perceiving your your genuine level of threat or risk you have depression you're not perceiving your genuine level of ease and comfort right you have you know all these And like, I I think, honestly, I think a lot of these hard leftists, right, because they're so much more, they're so much more likely to have these mental illnesses where they're either anxious all the time or depressed all the time. And they're looking for a reason why that is so. And so they buy into all of these grandiose cons- conspiracy theories, let's be honest, conspiracy theories, the patriarchy, white supremacy, all of this crap, right, uh, that, uh, white fragility, white privilege, male privilege, man-spreading, man-splaining, man interrupting and man-slamming, okay, they, they buy into it, they're, they're looking for the reason that they're not happy, They're looking for the reason that they're not well-adjusted and can't cope with life, right? When the reason is in them and no matter how much you change society to suit them according to their demands and these are the people who are demanding to be the ones who decide how society should operate, okay? No matter how much you change society to accommodate them, they're never going to be any happier, they're never going to feel any safer, they're never going to be any more content, because it's not the environment that they're
0: in, it's them, it's in them. Okay, so I'm going to push back against that a bit. Um, I think that in many cases, this is not, we're not talking about anxiety or depression disorders. Having worked with people with those kinds of disorders, the idea that they externalize is a little erroneous. They're more likely to internalize and blame themselves for the issues that they face. I think what you're trying to get at is not uh, necessarily the cluster C, but the cluster B personality illness disorders and illnesses. Yeah. So narcissism, borderline His- personality, histrionic, histrionic uh, and also uh, antisocial personality disorder and sociopathy. Like that I think would be a much more fair uh, sure. estimation of what they're likely to be. Cause like I said, when I, when I talk to people who have depression, it's more likely that they are blaming and shaming themselves than anyone else. Um, And they're not looking for, in fact, many cases they'll be looking at things and saying, well, why can't I do this when everybody else can? There's something wrong with me. I think that a lot of the cluster C stuff is more internalizing and self-blame and shame, which itself can be very, you know, self-involved, but it's a different kind of self-involved. Um so I mean I, I just wanted to push back on that although yeah, no, the, overall that's, point, that's the overall point <laughs> the overall point of the 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 idea that this is very emotional and possibly disordered emotional thinking is is taken um but ha- having said that you know at some point what they're looking at what feminism does in effect and I will tie in conservatism, or at least traditionalism, because they created the foundation, or they created the door that feminism walked through, which was the demonization of male sexuality. You first have to have that initial idea that men are sinful, and wrong, and uh, uniquely rapey or violent, before you could start building on the greater lie of men constructed society for their own benefit at the expense of women. So there's a, there's a, there is a foundation that conservatives and traditionalists built that feminists then built on top of. Uh, but the feminist gnosis is essentially marginalizing. Um, I mean, and it's not just that they built this shaming of male sexuality. It's the intersection between the shaming of male sexuality and then the removal of God from sort of lay religious life. Um, and uh, so the, that the, the culmination of that is the removal of masculine moral agency, or masculine moral authority, apologies, masculine moral authority from society. And that's what we're seeing now. We're seeing that, that there is no legitimate counter-argument to the unconscious, it's not even a conscious feminine, but feminine, but the unconscious feminine view. So a femininity that cannot accept the consequences or the recognition of the consequences of its own actions. And that is what our society, in absence of any kind of uh, counter argument, because the masculine moral authority has been completely marginalized and stigmatized um, and uh, stigmatized through like nonsense terms like male privilege and patriarchy and and toxic masculinity, but stigmatized nonetheless. As you can see with these individuals on the screen right here, they don't. They don't believe that the, the masculine point of view has any, has any validity. So that means that our society is without any kind of, uh, what is the right term for it? Like a counter argument or a counter position that our society is now ruled by the unconscious feminine, which means that um, we are ruled by people who cannot make appropriate risk assessment they can't estu- they can't see the necessity of the systems that they that they uh, rely on to have the comfort and safety that they do. So they'll deconstruct the very systems that give them comfort and safety in order to increase their comfort and safety until of course they collapse and no one has comfort and safety. So that's oh, it's,
1: uh, it's like did, did you see did you see uh, Corey Bush, Congresswoman Corey Bush? Right? She's like, yeah, uh, I
4: played the clip yeah. on yesterday's news show where she's talking about, like, they're asking her about, um, you know, whether or not she's spending ma- $70,000 $70, in three um, months security. on private
1: security. Yeah,
4: yeah. And she's basically saying, well, I got to do that so that I don't die because I get all these threats from white supremacists and so on. Also, we do need to defund the police.
1: Yeah, she didn't even take a breath in between.
4: It was right in there. She just said, my life is more important than yours. That's basically it. And it's again, I know it sounds dumb. I know people will say, wow, what a hypocrite. She's telling you the truth. She's saying her life matters more than yours that's it guys it's it's not stupidity i think that when you say it's if you write it off as stupidity you're doing her a favor
0: nobody is nobody is but what it is is the unconscious feminine oh but you know you know what else
1: she was among that you you guys know mark and patricia mccloskey right the ken and karen with the guns
4: yeah yeah of course right
1: okay yeah um and and the blm protesters broke the gate and trespassed in, in this gated community full of yeah. mansions, and, and, uh, and they started threatening uh, the McCloskeys, and they came out with, with their guns and brandished their weapons, and then the, the protesters. Corey Bush was in that crowd of protesters. Yeah, sure. She, she was in that crowd of protesters. Now she's a congresswoman, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, And she literally said, As far as Mark McCloskey goes, his day will come Mm -hmm. after, after the governor pardoned the McCloskeys, right? His day will come. And it's like, how is that not a threat?
4: Coming from a woman. And that's what she would say if people called her out and said it's a threat. She would say, uh, I'm just a I'm just a black woman. I don't have any power.
1: Uh, I'm just like, here, let me twist <laughs> let me twist my hair into pig. I'm, a, I'm a, a woman of a color. What are you
4: talking about? I can't threaten anyone. Also, oh, I God. I have private it's, security.
1: Yeah, it's it's so fucking insane. And so I mean like these. I have Okay, so for a long time, I was like, okay, so you you indoctrinate these people into these ideas, they go out and they do what they're going to do, right? Okay, so they go into all of the areas of life, all of the areas of society where they can proselytize, where they can spread the word, spread the faith, right? Um, Convert people, uh, you know, all all of those things, right? And that's just, you don't need to be a conspiracy theorist to understand how human beings work, right? But but I'm watching what's happening now in the U.S., right? And someone said something about, uh, well, here's, here's the plan, right, is to let all the criminals out, which we have with bail reform and prosecutorial discretion from all of these prosecutors that were uh, funded uh, whose campaigns were funded by someone whose name rhymes with Porge Poros, okay, and uh, and so we have all of these violent offenders being let out. We have people who, like the McCloskeys, being aggressively prosecuted even though nobody was hurt, okay. Um, we have a situation where we have critical race theory being taught in K to twelve, and People are being taught to divide, divide themselves by skin color, right? And then we have these multi-trillion dollar bills being, being rushed, pushed through Congress, right? And it's like, okay, once you destroy the country enough, once you get it, you know, these massive crime waves because you're not, uh, you're not incarcerating offenders, you're not prosecuting violent offenders... Ah, uh, you're only prosecuting law-abiding citizens who step a little bit wrong and have the wrong political views. Maybe they're not wearing a mask at the fucking piggly wiggly, right? And uh, and then you uh, you uh, sink the country. So and you terrorize the entire country with uh, this the chiron on every news channel of how many new cases today and how many new hospitalizations and how many you've terrorized everybody stay home, stay home and, uh, and, don't make waves. And then you sink the country so far in, you pay people to stay home, not to, to not work more to not work than to work. And then you sink the country so far into debt. Okay. That the only solution to the problems that you've created, including the border crisis, 1.2 million illegal immigrants crossing the border since January 20th, right? And that's not just Mexicans. That's not right. just Nicaraguans and El no, Salvadorans it's, it's people and, and Guatemalans. People, people from, from Africa. Middle East. It's people from the Yeah. It's people from freaking Eastern Europe. It's people from like over 100 countries, Right. They all fly to Mexico and then walk across the border, right? Because the border's wide open, right? And they all fucking have COVID, right? Or twenty six percent of them apparently have COVID, and they're all being bused or flown, even though they don't have fucking photo ID. Apparently, the only people um. who don't need photo ID to get on a flight are illegal immigrants um and they are being flown all over the country and installed in communities that that don't have the resources to take care of them and they don't have any mandates they can't be forced to be vaccinated nothing right so you you're you're looking at the situation and it's like this is they they are generating they're manufacturing a crisis the only answer for which is communism that, that's yeah. what they're doing. That's what that's
3: yeah. what they're trying well, they to do. Want,
4: they want control and they're basically constructing what they need to. And that uh, I would like to get back to the video, though. Okay. Um, but All that right. is a Sorry. product of the unconscious feminine. Uh, I, I'm I, going to
0: keep drilling this. I'm going to keep drilling we, on that.
4: We know. Yeah, no, I know. It's fine. I think that communism is a product of the unconscious feminine. But it is. The devouring mother. Exactly. It's just the devouring mother. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, everyone talks about these political theories and wings as though they're very complex and there's so much nuance and little branches here and there. It's basically masculine versus feminine. That's all it is. And it's just how much, you know, like the best thing would be a balance. But we're way out of whack. And by the way, um, uh, Jordan Peterson's been saying this, too. This is why people uh, hate him, because he calls the feminine is basically chaos. So the dragon of chaos, and it is an excess of the feminine, uh, and which requires some, you know, order. And that's what 12 rules was about. So, but anyway, well, I get off. I think
0: he's, I think he's, I, I think he's evolved maybe since then, but I would say that there's also the chaotic masculine. Um, I, I think it's, it is a little bit more complex than just saying. Femininity well, okay, is chaotic because really what well, we're seeing is an excess of control.
1: That Well, what what we're seeing, what we're seeing. Okay, okay. You have two parents, and okay, one parent is indulgent, uh, lenient, uh, permissive, lets the kids get away with anything, doesn't hold them to any kind of standards. That's the devouring mother, and the reason no, why and it's also the, it's me- the reason why it's the devouring mother is because she wants her children to remain dependent. She does not want them to be able to take care of themselves
0: ever. Well there's another right? aspect to that though, that I want to point out with a devouring mother. she will also deliberately sa- or maybe not even deliberately or unconsciously con- sabotage the emotional development of her children. Yes, yeah, and not just course. through spoiling, that she'll do it through undermining um, uh, talk as well. Okay, here, here's the thing. okay. When my kids were 16,
1: my oldest was 16, my daughter was 15, and my youngest was 8, I went on a trip for 3 days. Yeah. And I left them at home alone with a dog to take care of. And I came back and everything was fine because my kids knew how to take care of themselves. My 8-year-old, knew how to get up in the morning at the proper time, put on clean clothes, right? Go out the door, walk himself to school, attend school, come home, lock, unlock the door, let himself in, grab a snack from the pantry, watch cartoons for the half hour or 45 minutes before his siblings got home, right? And then they all knew how to operate the oven. They all knew how to fricking put a frozen lasagna in or whatever it was. Uh, they all knew how to use the microwave right they all knew how to not put metal in it right they all knew how to survive for three days on their own okay because I was not the devouring mother I you have people who are 22 years old in college who don't know how to operate a washing machine they don't know how to wash their own fucking clothes right
4: yeah Okay, we we gotta and, we gotta move on. Can we can and we move
1: that, on? that's what the devouring mother is. It's it's not yeah. letting your kids letting your All kids right. become independent. It's it's requiring them to remain dependent on you.
4: Okay. All right. Uh, I'll let uh, go ahead, Allison, say your thing. But please, no, let's move I want,
0: on. I want to move on.
1: Oh, I think you
4: want to move on? We've devoured enough right. of the stream. Yes, we have devoured the stream. All right. I'm gonna play some more, and I'll read your super chats in a bit. Means.
2: Masculinity is a is is not a scientifically defined term. So no, social construct is what you're saying.
5: It's a social construct, and there's nothing about that social construct that is in any way toxic.
6: Ask ten different people, you get ten different answers. So yeah, but that's not how this works. If you're going to use this as your basis and your argument, you have to actually provide some sort of evidence. Now, like. You know, I'm really curious because on one hand, you're talking about the economy and how it affects men. But if you're going to go on that, let's talk about how it affects women. Let's just talk about that. Or are you talking about the social construct, which is based on the 10 people that you have in a room who have an opinion?
0: Nothing on the pay gap, by the way, dude. You're talking about pension funds. In- interested what you think about the pay gap for men and women.
3: I'm what just what is the wrong? Part.
0: Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking. The pay gap. The pay gap! The pay gap. Okay. All right. Can I just make point this out? What the hell is with her body language?
4: They are It's really
0: in- childish.
4: Yeah. Well, I think that um, they are a hundred percent justified in acting this way and doing so on camera because that's what self-righteousness looks like.
0: What does any of this have to do with, with defining masculinity? Like why are why is oh whoa, please define masculinity for me? And admittedly, he really didn't have a solid explanation. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to define masculinity for you. I got two cats at the Badger Cave, and when I'm here, I pin them out on a little lead line. You know those um things like a a, a screw that rotates, and they that you just in, attach into like the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's into the ground, so they can move around in a circle. All right, Uh, Every day at about one thirty, a liquor truck. Now this is a semi, uh, so it's a giant. It's a pretty big, big, big truck. Backs into the back alley where they are set up within their little uh, on their little leads, and backs into the loading dock of the liquor store, which is one lot beside my own. So there's a there's an empty lot between us, and then there's the liquor store and the loading dock. And again, I have two cats. One is a little 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 black female named Mia, and the yeah. other is sort of a a, me, a medium sized uh, uh, neutered or neutered male named um, Simon. Okay? Oh Simon, the, the orange one. Yes, the orange one. Okay. So Mia, the minute that she hears the beep, 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 beep of the semi truck, comes running to the door and starts screaming to be let in. Simon, sits five feet from where he knows the truck will drive in. So he's figured it out. He knows if he sits right there, he will not be hit and just watches as it drives in. That's the difference. That is masculinity versus femininity. Risk assessment. And there's other, I mean, there's other things that flow out of it, but the basic is men have a higher degree of risk tolerance. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's the beginning
4: I just no, wanted to it's, add it's that hip- uh, I just wanted to add really quick that I had Blue Orange Twenty Two on for a fireside chat after this video came out, and while I was talking to him, um, I, I we talked a bit about him getting hung up on the masculinity question, and I said let's think of it this way: first of all, that you know, their masculinity and femininity are not uh, rigidly defined by sex, but they do tend towards those sexes. So, most women tend to be feminine, most men tend to be masculine. Uh, but, you know, it's not absolute, and we'll start with that. And then the other thing is, I was gonna say that the way that I suggested that he define it, which would be a lot more difficult for people like Sam Cedar to try to spin to make him look like a biological essentialist or some other thing that these people think is, uh, you know, a gotcha, is to say, masculinity is the um is being uh, attuned to the way in which your actions can affect the world around you and the people around you and femininity is the um the ability to understand and you know um be in touch with the way in which the world articulate right the way in which the world affects you and so yeah. it, and men and women should have both Although women are more likely to have the feminine with a little bit of the masculine if they're, you know, responsible adult human beings. And uh, well, well-balanced well men will have most of the masculine and a little bit of that feminine. And he took that on um, with a lot of, you know, he was he liked that a lot because, you know, it keeps it from getting into the kind of uh, logical traps that these sophists like to put people in, but it also is true and it's like if he had answered that question in that way Sam Cedar wouldn't be able to spin that
3: Yeah, if he
1: had had just said uh, we view men as moral agents and we view women as moral patients and men and women tend to view themselves and each other this way and they tend to behave in those ways and think in those ways um, then he I mean like honestly like this stupid bitch who's like what about
0: the pay gap right yeah, it's fucking fuck you yeah it's uh, you. Karen Karen don't even get into it like I am not like nobody on this panel talking about this should get into the pay gap because yeah, this no. is yeah. absolutely it doesn't even it doesn't even warrant or It, it, there, it isn't even uh, worthy of a response because no, it's not it is and, completely and irrelevant to the point and she's acting
1: as if The world is impacting her. uh, Okay. It's negatively impacting her via the pay gap, even if she gets paid as much as all of her equivalent male peers. Okay. Because other women might be being paid less. Right. And so it's actually impacting her, even though it's not. And it's like, this is, this is like, it's it's a demonstration. It's a horrifically collectivist view, and it's it's it has no nuance whatsoever. You know, for all these fucking stupid cunt feminists, I'm sorry, I'm calling them what they are, right? Who are like, well, you have to look at the nuance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but
0: only in certain things. Okay. And it also is a demonstration of how she's reframing the entire discussion in terms of how she is uh, a victim being of victimized. something. Yeah. So she is saying, but women are moral patients. He's saying, well, masculinity is like this. And he's, she, in response, she's saying, well, women are moral patients. Yeah. It's like, well, women are, are, are morally passive. Well, women are morally, and that's all these women have. That's it. Every time they beak, it's, but women are morally passive. If he said, you know, the difference between men and women is men are perceived as moral agents and tend to perceive themselves as moral agents and act like moral agents, whereas women tend to be perceived as uh, being morally passive and perceive themselves as morally passive and act in morally passive ways, they would respond to that by saying, but we're women! We're morally passive! Therefore, somehow that's a contradiction to telling us that we're morally passive because we're women and we're morally passive. Yeah,
1: somehow that's a contradiction to the biological roots of the problem, too, right? Uh, Because uh, we've, we've actually, our moral patiency, right, has been imposed on us by society. It was socially constructed and then imposed on us. It has nothing to do with how we are fundamentally on a biological level, even though it fucking does. Jesus, fuck.
4: (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to even address the pay gap thing. So Uh, let let me read a couple of super chats and then uh, we'll continue because it's going to get really spicy here in a second. Great Indoors 1979 gives us two euros and says, F you, Karen, emotional thinking is emotional labor. Of course it is. Emotional labor. Polaris, Polaris five eighty nine gives us five dollars and says, "I got the beer bug, and Bill gates metal pecker didn't protect me." In other news, I got, I get two weeks of free time to fill. All right. What thank better you guys. than
0: to oh, listen to Honey Badger Radio?
4: Yeah.
1: Congratulations, you got the beer bug. Um, because you know what? Uh, that gives. Natural immunity is best immunity.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. just I think Lindsay and I both already had it too. So we're 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 good. We're all good. Just, five of us. Just go here. catch it, guys.
0: Just go all catch it. All five here. all five of I us have here. a have a have a beer bug Got party. It. Got it.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, definitely. No, like, uh, Lots of no,
3: kissing.
0: Okay,
1: don't have a no, don't don't have Invite a beer. Invite some bug Mexicans.
3: Party. Just kidding. Come on. What
1: I'm saying what I'm saying is Mike and I and my son had it in January and February of 2020 straight from fucking Wuhan. Right. One yeah. middle man, right. Who was visiting his family in Hubei province. Okay. Uh, and then came who, back to the office
4: first generation. And, uh,
1: yeah, we were, we were, we were, uh, early adopters <laughs> and, uh, and then my daughter caught it in December of last year and uh, and then her brother of course, because they lived together caught it from her and they were both isolating together uh, I guess isolating together doesn't is a contradiction but they were both quarantining together and so he got it from her and uh, and they were both fine and uh, you know we're, we're all okay Um
0: yeah, but that's not the and subject of this particular.
4: I'm gonna play the video what? now. Yes, congratulations on
0: getting getting the beer bug and yeah. send in those super chats.
4: Yeah, send in those they super help chats. Us
1: justify. Yeah, this oh, we will play. We will play that horrific.
4: Oh yeah, this feminist. I don't. Thing. I don't have that queued up right now, but. Uh, oh, cue it. it up, I'll Brian, it. Just in it. case. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm gonna go back to what Sam was saying. How
2: as a mantras activist, I, I, I'm, I that, that doesn't shock me. Affinity. As a activist, I wouldn't want to defend masculinity.
4: Secondly, as for the pay gap, uh, he says I wouldn't want to defend masculinity. I think I think that uh, Blue Orange is trying to avoid getting caught up in um, accused of again, you know, biological essentialism. This is what happens when you play the game uh, with the rules that feminists set out. You can't. He brought win.
1: a knife to a gunfight.
4: Yeah, you, you can't okay. win, because if you, if you use their language, if you use their words, if you try to apply their logic and their principles, which I'm putting in gigantic quotes because yeah, they, no, they, they don't actually have any, they don't have principles, but they give the illusion of principles. If you try to work within the minefield that they have created, you will lose because they don't use it. They have yeah, no you get, logic. You get they your have like
1: blown off. Yeah. yeah,
4: they they just don't care. They're counting on you playing fair so they can destroy you. So this is oh, why yeah. you, you should you should be completely unapologetic if you want if you care about men, then you must by extension care about masculinity. You cannot deny it. You got to let men have it if they want it, but you don't let these people define it. Because once they define it, then they get to control it. So well, they don't... try
0: to define it out of existence.
4: Yeah, they try to define it out of existence. Exactly. Um, this okay. is why whenever you see something that's focused on female, you'll notice the wording is always women and non-binary, which basically just means not men.
0: Mm-hmm. And there you have a binary. Men and not men. Okay, keep yeah. going, Brian.
4: All right, let's keep going.
2: Men under 40 now earn less than women in the United States. Men are...
6: Fundamentally false, dude. Fundamentally false. You know, uh, do you no. know who the front line, the majority Fun. of frontline workers were this last year that we all praised frontline workers? There are women of color, ma- mainly women of color. And I don't see you going to bat for the $15 minimum wage. You want to talk about gender? What? Wait, you wait, 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 wait.
1: Yeah,
0: no. What the fuck does uh, not, any of this have of, to do with anything? Yeah, no. She's,
1: she's literally just saying okay, so it's fundamentally false that women under 40 now earn more than men under 40.
4: Because but women true. of
1: color were the frontline workers who were still employed during the pandemic and still earning money.
0: Okay, but here's the thing. Women are patients. Like, this is her entire counter-argument. It's like, but women are victims. And if I can't say all women are victims, then I'll use a subset of women that are victims. Or a subset of minorities in which the particular thing that I'm calling out Does't actually happen to women of that minority group, but I will say that it does because obviously it happens to the minority men and women always have it worse, therefore it happens to women so it's uh, like her her only counter argument is literally to ejaculate the same thing over and over again, but women are victims
1: yeah no what what's frustrating too is there is an interesting conversation to be had about the income inequality of the pandemic and uh, caused by the pandemic and and the uh and the, the situational issues um you know class issues of the pandemic you know like I have I have a daughter who puts on her steel toes every day goes unloads trucks at Walmart um at from two to ten at night uh and uh you know she she makes Modest wages, right, doing that. She's full-time, which is nice, uh, so she gets benefits and stuff. But And Walmart Canada is very generous. It, she didn't have to apply for uh, unemployment insurance when she got COVID because Walmart by that time had instituted a program where they just pay you your regular wages while you're on your 14-day days of quarantine, right? Okay, so we have we have a situation where you know people, eighty percent of people earning more than a hundred thousand dollars a year could work from home, and only forty percent of people earning less than forty thousand dollars a year could work from home. Right, had to continue to go to work, had to continue to serve their community. They were declared essential workers. They didn't qualify for the Corona Bucks, right? And Not only were we forcing them to work, basically, because they didn't have any other option, right, because they weren't going to get paid to stay at home unless they were laid off or got sick. Uh, Not only were we forcing them to work for the rest of us, but they're they're the taxpayers who are subsidizing everybody else uh, who was laid off but couldn't work from home, right? who was laid off and and furloughed, right? Paying them to stay at home and sit on their asses and not be productive, right? So meanwhile Jeff Bezos gets a billion dollars richer because he had record profits over the course of the coronavirus. Walmart made record profits, all of the big box stores, Target, every everyone, CVS, every CVS, every big box retailer out there made record profits in 2020 because of the coronavirus and all of the small businesses, all of the mom and pop shops, all of them uh, took a major hit, right? So there is an interesting conversation to be had, right? And including a conversation to be had about frontline workers and how we basically insisted on putting them at risk uh overworking them sometimes circulating them between facilities which uh, facilitated the spread between facilities all of those things right that's an interesting conversation to have right has nothing to do with color has nothing to do with gender
3: it has Um, to do with class
4: and uh the state did that so all right let's uh let us continue um yeah so I think they're still talking about the wage gap right so yeah we're just going to ignore that let's keep going.
6: men's rights and fine go make sure that women make more money so that you don't have to feel insecure about taking care of the family in the home if you're so burdened by this then why don't you advocate for 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 pay equity a higher minimum wage let's talk about all the institutional issues that will make you feel more empowered as a man so you have a little extra money you go out there and spend on whatever you do in your men's rights movement you want equity fine let's do it sounds great
4: all right, um, I will I will mention, I think the reason why she brought up the minimum wage because I see that people are like, what is, what does that have to do with anything? She's basically just bombarding this guy with other progressive purse puppy talking points to see if he will agree with any of them and then if he does, they latch onto it and that's what he's gonna become about. So this is the reason she wants us, that's why they said, oh, you know, so are you saying that masculinity is a social construct? That's one of their talking points. Oh, so you yeah. believe in the minimum wage? Oh, a $15 minimum wage? That's one of their talking points. So whenever yeah. they, they pivot to that, they're testing to see, first of all, it's a shit test because they're women, and I include Sam Cedar in that. Uh, And they're trying to get him to confess to something. Second of all, um, you know, it's a way for them to promote their broader belief systems under several smaller talking points. So if, you know, if he's like, I care about men's issues, then they'll say, well, why don't you want more money for women? That way the gap isn't as big or whatever. You know, why don't you believe in the $15 minimum wage?
1: And men yeah. could stay home and look yeah. after the kids. and then the men case. can the stay, stay home and be on. at...
4: Don't you think men should be stay-at-home dads? And until you basically hit them in the face with the reality rocket launcher of, but women won't be attracted to men like that, then they're just yeah. going to keep doing this shit. And so the, you have to smash them with reality. I, I always do this. I say when when women do this, when feminist women come to me and they say, "Well, I think that there should be stay at home dads," and I say, "Yeah, sure. Go find a bitch that's okay with that. Yeah. Find oh, me yeah. one. Go to women Go and tell them Go marry. tell them yeah, to accept is- men that want to stay home and raise kids. See how that fucking are, goes."
1: Yeah. Are you Are you married to a stay at home dad? Yeah. Ma'am.
4: You have yeah. literally worked your ass off, supposedly, as feminists, to try to get men to bend around what you think men should be because you think they're an obstacle to w- for women, but you have never asked women to alter their beliefs. And so you end up with this completely lopsided mismatch of women saying, where are all the strong men who are gonna protect and provide for me because that's uh, what I believe a man should be, and the men who are like, well, I don't want to be a domineering patriarch, so let me see if I can be a stay-at-home dad or be really nice. And then these regular women, normie women, are like, what the fuck? Where are the men? And feminists are like, well, we've, we're have we trying to make things better, but we're never going to ask women to be a part of that. Because they know that that's where the reality is going to smash them in the face. Because women have well, always ne- been, uh, uh, they've always had a certain entitlement from men. It's always been there. And men have always been willing to try to provide that.
0: Um, well yeah. They would, have to, they would have to accept. And the, the power that women hold. At
4: yeah. the same
0: time. As they want to wield it. Without any kind of responsibility. But I think what's. Another interpretation of what's going on. Is also the using the narrative. Of threat narrative. or through, Using the lens of threat narrative. He's coming on. And he is. Threatening their positioning. As. Uh, advocates of the central victimhood class. And what she's doing in response is she's just basically you know getting her um, machine gun of female victimhood out. oh, yeah, and no, she's laying down, down some shot. suppressive power, some some suppressive fire to yeah, to maintain shot. yeah, to maintain her uh, to maintain her positioning on the uh, high ground of female victimhood. Um, and uh, you, you don't even need to actually engage with it logically. It's just suppressive fire. There's no logic to it. It, it you know, it's just like there isn't a logic to to being penetrated by a freaking shot, you know, like a, this a is, bullet. This is
1: this is like this is like um if you have a cannon, right, and you have powder, but you don't have any cannonballs, you just dump a bunch of rocks down the barrel of your cannon and and you light the fuse. And yeah. it, it spews out it's like a shotgun. It just spews out a bunch of freaking shit that hits everything in the vicinity. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's what you do. Um, and so it's like, it's, it's not a targeted argument. It's not, it's not a rebuttal to anything that he said. It's, it's just deflect, and dist- distract mm-hmm. and, and claim, make the claim to victimhood and, uh, and basically say, well, you know, and if you continue with this line of discussion, um you're you're gonna look like an asshole because I'm a woman and you're a man and you'll be perceived as having attacked me.
3: Yep.
0: Okay, and yeah, just look at look at General Patina here.
3: <laughs> oh god.
0: <laughs> you know, with her with her buckshot volley. Women are victims of this. Women are victims of that. Victims, victims, victim- victim- women, 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 women worsting women. It's like that's just all it is. She's just, she's just laying a blast in his face to see if she can, she can maintain the moral high ground. And of course, she will because
4: it works. It uh, works. She's a- appealing to the thing that does not exist. Like if he had defined women as moral patients and men as moral agents. Uh, when he was asked to define masculinity, everything that she would have said following that would have only backed up his Yeah, claim.
1: he, he, yeah, he would, he would have been able to say, "See, here's where you're acting like a moral patient."
4: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, okay, so let let us continue. If I don't. All
5: right. So Why? wait a second. So okay. So let's just be clear. So look, I, let look, let look, look, look just... at this. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, I agree
0: with you. And look at the contempt. <laughs>
4: exactly exactly see on some of those progressive talking points blue orange probably doesn't disagree or or maybe he didn't really like think about it um with regards to men's issues because they don't seem to be related but they're not, by, they're by not. him the, the saying 15, no the, i know they're
1: the $15 not the $15 minimum wage is not related to men's
0: issues
4: yeah no is i know she grinning, it's, it's not but she's what the... wielding okay
0: it. what the hell is she grinning about?
4: She feels like she got she got him with a gotcha because he conceded on some level that he doesn't necessarily disagree with her on the fifteen. That he so, yeah. believes
1: so in she equal pay. He believes in a fifteen dollar yeah. minimum wage. He believes in you know all of these things. And you know, like I, I I I disagree with him on that, right? But I don't think that you need to be a feminist to believe in those things, um, because equal pay for equal work. Yeah, you know, like. That makes sense, and uh,
0: maybe what not. Victory? In a, is she in a, celebrating here?
1: Yeah, no, she's she's celebrating a victory where basically uh, she made him agree that water is wet, and so now
0: she's the winner of the debate. Well, she's she's she has defended part of her uh, a part of her strate- strategy. Not, she's, she's, uh, she's doing a little, uh, victory dance. She has managed to, some of the buckshot yeah. has actually well, hit. What,
1: what, what's frustrating to me is he didn't, he, I mean, he did not get into the nuance of the pay gap. Um, I'm. Well, that, but that, here's the
0: thing, like when you get into the nuance of all of these retarded arguments, it's like clipping off of each. It's like trying to trim a tree by clipping every single goddamn leaf it's it's sword fighting
4: the fart yeah yeah sword fighting the fart
0: because again they sam cedar conceded the entirety of the argument at the beginning now this is all strategic posturing with no logical element
4: it's not based on truth yeah the goal is now that they've conceded it it goes back to what i was saying before the goal is for them a to look better by making the emotional arguments because people will forget. I bet most people have uh, had forgotten that Sam Cedar conceded the argument right at the beginning. Because after oh, yeah. that, they got into all these other things. And the goal is to change your mind if you were even paying attention in the beginning, which most people who saw this probably did not notice. Maybe even Blue Orange didn't notice it. It's possible. Um, and then uh, make sure that people walk away with the impression that the majority report is right and they are intellectually superior and they are morally superior and that sam cedar arms on sam cedar uh blue orange 22 is wrong and he is dumb and he is a misogynist and if there are issues that affect men blue orange and his men's rights activist friends are not qualified to talk about them and so the only yeah. people who should be qualified are people like sam cedar and the majority report that yeah, who their... are
1: never who are never going to talk about them honestly,
4: right? Um, and that is the goal. Um, and they and if, they, if they could they have accomplished that, yes. So it, it's a it's another one of those things where um, it doesn't matter what was said in the past, but only what is the the, the, the who got the last word and what that last word was.
5: Like catch all right. up where we are here. There's no, there's no way to define masculinity. So uh, any talk of toxic masculinity, of course, is absurd because we don't even know what masculinity is. Uh, but toxic- There is
0: a way to define masculinity. Well, he's talking about Blue Orange's argument, so let's just give him that. Uh, let's see yeah. where he's going.
4: Well, you know, the point of this, again, is to say, well, how can we take this guy seriously as a men's rights activist if he doesn't know what masculinity is? This is just another tactic to discredit
5: and they and there and, and and so there can't be toxic masculinity because we don't even know what masculinity is um and that's impossible to find um the well that's not what i said i
2: said there's a general sense of masculinity based on the tell me what it is you keep talking around <laughs> con- it. don't there's tell me there's a general sense i'm asking
0: what okay, oh my keep- fucking god that's so infuriating I, yeah. I he says uh this is what ma- tell me what it is like who gets fucking convinced by this awful awful song and dance Uh
3: okay. well I feminists
1: mean, and sneaky fuckers Yeah How well, long do is. you think before Sam Cedar uh gets accused of sexual harassment
4: <laughs> Okay Um uh, yeah, okay, let's keep going.
5: And you can't articulate it. So how is there a general
2: sense? <laughs> because there's no specific definition. As you said, there is no specific.:
5: Well here, let me tell you what toxic let me tell you what toxic masculinity involves. It involves oh, uh, oh. things that uh, uh, end up uh, He can define to domestic that. abuse.:
0: He can define toxic masculinity, but not masculinity, huh? Okay?
4: Well, no, <laughs> proof, no. proof of no. what I say. No, he's basically okay. what he's saying is that blue orange can't define masculinity, but Sam Cedar can. Yeah, it just so happens like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But but the point is to position himself as intellectually superior to blue orange. So it doesn't matter how he does it. This is just the sophist game. This is what he's doing. He's altering the definitions of words subtly right so if he says well we can't talk about masculinity because you say that that can't be defined but i can define toxic masculinity and he'll basically Related to something that has an emotional trigger, like domestic violence is what he's saying. Oh, toxic masculinity is linked to domestic violence. You're not pro-domestic violence, are you? Then how could you possibly argue against toxic masculinity existing? Are you saying that women who experience domestic abuse don't exist? Are you denying the existence of the victims of domestic violence by denying the existence of toxic masculinity? That's the whole, that's the game. It's just about winning by any means necessary, no principles, no logic, no reason, all emotion, period. That's how these people Sam,
1: work. Sam Cedar is such a fucking woman.
4: Yep.
0: You keep going, Brian. Yep. He is such an unconscious Beta. feminine.
4: Yeah, he he is. He is. <laughs> Beta! Alright, let's uh let's keep going. <laughs>
5: Either. Yes, it's not funny when uh, men get hit. But the fact of the matter is the overwhelming amount of domestic abuse in this country is men on women. Right. Oh, my God.
1: He's such a fucking liar. He's such a fucking liar. Of course. Oh, my fucking God. Can can I just can I just give a shout out to the. Uh, oh, God, what's it called?
4: Oh, uh, I think I know what the you're par- talking about—the
1: partner abuse state of knowledge project. I can't find it. Pask. P a
4: s k project. I think you sent right? me a link to Seven- them. I think.
1: Uh, no, the the link that I sent was for sexual violence,
4: oh, right? Okay, okay. That sexual just recently. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. this is
1: this is the partner abuse state of knowledge project. P a s k project. Seventeen hundred freaking studies. Uh, 17 meta-analyses of 100 studies each, right, showing that women are just as physically violent as men in their relationships, in their intimate relationships, and women are actually more likely to engage in that kind of domestic violence that you see on, is saw in the movie Sleeping with the Enemy, or Enough, right, coercive control right the 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 kind of like you're not just beating your partner you're mind fucking them at the same time right and and really really freaking making them feel like they can't escape okay that's twice as likely to be female perpetrated than male perpetrated right and so you're you're looking at the at least 50 percent of partner violence is bidirectional uh and then out of the other 50% the majority is female perpetrated this is this is the the and they have done studies on psychologists right where they actually have given them <clears throat> little written scenarios right uh one partner uh, snooped through their other partner's phone broke their password and snooped through their phone right to see if they were cheating. One partner keeps tabs on the other partner. One partner gets insanely jealous and starts hitting when, when they think that the, their partner uh, smiled too long at the, at the cashier at the grocery store or whatever, right? All of these things, right? And psychologists were 50% more likely to view the, each scenario as abusive if it was the man who was portrayed as the person doing it as opposed to the woman, right? So you you literally have a situation where even psychologists, trained psychologists, view these things through a skewed lens, a gender skewed lens, where they're much more likely to see uh, any given behavior as, as abusive if it's a man doing it to a woman rather than a woman doing it to a man, right? And so, yeah, no, you, you can you can fuck right off with that, you can fuck right off with your pay gap stats. You can fuck right off with your domestic violence stats and you can fuck right off with your sexual violence stats because all of those that you three fucking morons here perpetuate and uh, and and promulgate
0: they're all fucking false. They're all false.
3: All
4: right. Uh, and they okay.
0: all, all they all work to Marginalize the masculine point of view from society so no masculine moral agency means there's no there's no counterbalance to the unconscious feminine so we're all acting out of uh skewed risk assessment i would say like it's not just that women have a higher risk assessment i think that their risk assessment is not related to reality oh it's in any so sense of the world far, it's
1: so far out there right you know
0: like and it's because it's they just, don't they don't have concept, like people do not, they, they use the respect women, which essentially is women should not be treated as individual moral agents by having the consequences or, or understanding or being people allowing them the consequences of their actions um, or treating them in, in in response to those actions. So look you just at, have this, so they don't at, have an understanding of action and consequence, which means they don't have an understanding of risk. Look at Asia Argento. Okay.
4: Yeah, I she, did a, I did a story on her when that whole thing yeah, happened. Yeah, she
1: she goes into Harvey Weinstein's freaking hotel room. She gives it up for him. She gets a role. Then she freaking is his intimate partner for five fucking years, right? And makes her career on that. And then she's like, "Uh yeah, he raped me."
4: Yeah, while while she was uh, well, she was also involved with an underage uh, boy. For yeah, while
1: while she was she was sexually intimate with an underage boy, right? And it's like I'm just I'm I'm like okay, here's the thing, right? There are women who are willing to to put out for their careers, right? And yes, they muddy the waters for all those women who aren't willing. To put out for their careers, who would rather not do that, right? But when when you have a situation where half of the women who are going for roles uh, and auditioning before a, a movie producer, right, um, who are who are willing to trade sex for a career advancement, and the other half are not, okay, um, I'm sorry, women are contributing to that problem. This is not just a problem with men. Mm-hmm. It's not. Right? And it's it's like... Otherwise, they'd have to get by on their merit. Ah, uh, otherwise, they'd have to... Yeah, they'd have to be like a Gwyneth Paltrow, who was like, uh, yeah, no thanks. I'm leaving. Right? Yeah. And then sent her then-boyfriend, soon-to-be-husband, Brad Pitt, to uh, go have a, a word with Harvey Weinstein, right? Um, that That's how a woman says no to something like that and then puts her foot down. Here's my husband who's super freaking up-and-comer, very popular, whatever, and I'm going to leverage him to go have a, a chat with you about how I uh, I don't want to do this and i'm not gonna right and okay maybe not every young woman in hollywood has the ability to do that but that's what men are for um well that's what that's what the masculine role is to protect
0: your family Okay, well I think the point here is that Asia, Asia Argento
4: Asia. is being it's allowed actually Asia Argento Asia yeah.
0: Argento is being allowed to escape any culpability as a moral agent for her behavior. Yeah, no, she she just never consented by, for five fucking years. By simply claiming claiming to be a victim. Yep. Like I I'm just it's the
1: same with Rose McGowan. You know, as much as I like Rose McGowan some of the things that she's recently said right about uh, freedom of speech and
4: Britney Spears and,
1: uh, and sorry?
4: and the stuff that she said about Britney Spears yes with, uh, the stuff that yeah. she
1: said about the Britney Spears conservatorship and, and all of that right like I you know I, I agree with those things as much as I like the fact that she's come out and said those things right she was right there on the fucking red carpet when she was young and hot Wearing dresses made out of fucking dental floss.
4: Was while she was with Marilyn Manson.
1: Yeah. And then and then she comes out now, like five years ago, and says, It felt like rape. Yeah. The red yeah. carpet felt like like rape by camera. Right? And it's no. like, well then why did you do it?
4: We know why. I right. know
1: why. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But let's her power me- was in her sexuality. And then oh she hit the wall and she didn't have that power anymore and then she regretted everything.
3: All right. Because uh, she was
1: like I didn't I didn't build my skills, I didn't build my freaking portfolio based on my talent. I built it based on how hot I looked, right and who I fucked. And now what am I left with? No career. That that's literally what that is.
4: Yeah, well, she's got a career now. All right, uh, no. and uh, <laughs> and she's even she even saw Alyssa Milano as competition, but that 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 we're gonna that's really off topic. Please, so, Brian. I'm don't. gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. Okay, next clip. That is we... very that is very much debatable. Well, okay, debate it. Oh boy. There are
2: statistics that show. Oh. Very very. The majority very, of statistics wildly. show. Different rates of domestic violence where some So, are
5: you telling me, sir, who is calling in, that the domestic violence rates, uh, that, that, don't, don't, don't tell me there's a debate to be had. Answer it. There no, isn't Answer actually, it. Answer the question. Actually, debate to be had.
4: You notice that he's trying to answer the question and Sam Cedar is talking over him demanding of that course. he answer the question because yeah, he doesn't I know. actually I, want him to answer the question.
1: No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And it's like, this is, this is where you, this is where you, you come into the situation where it's just, they don't want to hear what you have to say. And then they're like, answer the question. And you're like, I'm trying to answer the question. And it's like, yeah, I see this in Congress all the time, but yeah. Reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, yeah, no. There are ways of answering the question that are, or, or of giving a non-answer to the question, where you talk for like three of the five minutes that are allotted, and uh, you basically say nothing. But there, there are things uh, like Blue Orange has solid statistics behind him um, in terms of the the. Bilateral na- uh, uh, nature of of domestic violence. I mean, it's like fucking like. Does he ever
0: it's... actually? Is he ever able to answer the question, uh, Brian? Okay, mm, let's let's see. Not not well, I really.
4: Know, not really because Brian I moved uh, forward. Yeah, he doesn't actually get to answer the question. I don't think. Do you want me to go back? oh um, uh, no,
0: I believe you. I believe. Oh, all
4: right, you. Like, all right. Yeah, he basically just talks over him, and I think they change subjects.
2: First of all, okay but first of all do you think it's possible that because male victims are taken less seriously and they don't get as much help and they don't have a shelter to go to that the number of unhoused men is lower
6: no in- i don't actually because there's a pay equity issue in which men make more money than women
2: that's not oh true. you fucking so horror, let me, let's really? just be here uh Ah. Look at, look at
1: what... that look at that. She's look at the grin on her face. I know. It doesn't it doesn't matter whether men make more. All that matters is whether women are capable of earning enough to survive. No, to no, Karen, leave, don't and, even bother and...
0: get sucked in. Look at the grin on her face. I know. She has I know. just she... ejaculated her butt shock that it has absolutely fucking nothing to do with what was dead. But she thinks this is a bullseye. No, no, no. no. What what no the, okay. Okay, here's
1: the thing, right? They will always, 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 always go back, right? Through history to coverture, okay? To coverture, literally to fucking coverture. And they'll say, well, way back in the day when women, married women, weren't allowed to own their own property or control their own incomes they didn't have literally anywhere to go. Just
4: maybe a hundred or so years ago.
1: Women were literally chattel. A
4: few years ago.
3: <laughs> right? Literally. Maybe a hundred or so years ago.
1: Women were literally chattel. They okay. were literally chattel. Yeah, they women were, were pot. still viewed as chattel. They were, like a pot. they were like a pot or a hammer. Or like a fucking... Ox, right? Okay, yeah. their, their husband could could take them to the dump and leave them there, abandon them on the side of the road, cut their heads off and eat them because they were literally fucking chattel. They could set them on women fire. Women still they were chattel. fucking chattel. Okay. 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 All and right. and these and these poor women who were literally fucking chattel. Okay. They had nowhere to go. They had no. They did not have ecclesiastical courts. They did not have courts of common law. They did not they didn't have, have courts of equity. They did not have a church. They didn't have or a, a parish. They, they there was no such thing. There was no such thing as a legal separation, right? Where he had to pay for her new household, right? No such thing as that okay no such thing if she could prove abuse right there there was just no such thing as any of that okay Okay, karen
0: so she she could not leave she could not leave what does this have to do with what's happening right now in this in this in right here she's going into this thing
1: because it's like well women earn less money than men and so they can't leave it's like how how like no, I don't and even think go, it's and that. And they go back.
0: They go back. No, this is literally what she's saying. Men no, no, she, more hasn't, more said she, she oh, hasn't said, back. Well, back she said seconds, that. She hasn't said it. Go back 10 seconds, Brian. She said that, okay, Karen, she said that men have made more money, but she has not said, she. you are filling in the gaps. You are actually constructing an argument for her. She has not said, therefore, women can't leave. She has simply said, and, I, and I, asked, I invite Brian to answer this question that me and Karen are arguing over. Does she actually say, in fact, we could probably listen further and find out if she actually makes says women earn less than men. Therefore, men can't leave. Just play. Therefore, women can't leave.
5: I'll go back without
0: help. But you don't have to go back. Just play from where because
1: she's already from here.
5: All right. All right. Yes. Now, I want to sum it up because obviously there's nothing. Nothing seems to be knowable here. Uh, We don't know what domestic violence are. We don't know what the word masculine. Okay, stop.
0: Okay, stop. Brian, Stop. All right, I think we've gone far enough to ascertain that, based on the fact that she has ejaculated her buckshot of women earn less than men all over the argument and smiled about it, that she thinks that is that is her having won. Yeah, just that.
1: Okay, yeah, and the 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 subtext of that is that men earn more money than women, so when they're abused. They can
0: leave. I don't think there is a subtext, Karen. No, they're giving is, her too much credit. I've
1: heard, no, I've heard this too often. I have heard this too often. Historically, women have earned less than men and they had nowhere to go. And yeah, and women earn less than men, and therefore they, they that's why they need shelters. Men don't, because men earn more than women. Right? I have heard this over and over and over again from feminists. I, I was literally just like reviewing a video that I did. On that fucking uh, Gigi, the dirty, sexy monogamy, freaking uh, review of the Red Pill movie, right? Oh, okay, yeah, three I parts that. that I had to deconstruct, and she made the argument historically: women had no money, and therefore they needed shelters, they needed refuges, right? Because the husband controlled all the money, and she's making the well, this argument is conjecture. That, that in modern day, no, she is, and she just because she hasn't freaking elaborated on it look at what he said he said there are no shelters for men and
0: she said because men earn more than women no i think she just said okay let's go back brian sorry yeah i think i should just play
4: the clip how about that uh we'll just go to here
6: home with their partner in a domestic abuse situation because their partner is part of 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 you know they has to take care of their they have to take care of their children their home and if you separate from a domestic abuse situation you're put in an unhoused possibly even more vulnerable okay you were right karen we do know the numbers on that
0: and they're majority women
4: all right
0: so essentially what Double, she's yep. saying it is that and is it's that erroneous women, too
1: that women can't freaking women don't Which have is, the money
0: to take care of themselves without shelters. and Which is an absolute distortion of her point, of his point. His point is that the stigmatization against men expressing themselves as victims of domestic violence will lead to distortions in the statistics. And instead, she brings up, she latches on to something that is irrelevant to his essential point and says women are victims. And that is supposed to completely, completely... Neutralize his previous point. You notice that they keep doing this. He makes a point, they latch onto like a a particle of his point and say, But this shows that women are victims. Therefore, the entirety of the point is mute. Like his point wasn't, Oh, these people can't, you know, men need more shelter or less shelter or, or whatever. His point was that the stigmatization against men or the stigma against men expressing the fact that they are victims of domestic violence leads to a distortion in the statistics. In fact, he was going to address this question to them, and they completely evaded it because, of course, they can't freaking answer it. See, and I—I I just
1: want you to concede, Allison, that I was I right did. about okay about the argument that she was making because I've just—I've just seen it too many times. I've seen it too many times, and they will go all the way back a hundred years to when women were literally
0: chattel. Yes, I know what they'll do, Yeah. but the the point is that the overall point is this. She latched on to one thing that she can turn women into victims relative to men to deny his entire argument, which is that the stigma towards male victims of domestic violence leads to undercounting in the statistics. Therefore, you can't necessarily trust them, especially when you're dealing with the statistics that they are basing all of their beliefs on, which are reports to the police
1: yeah okay oh
0: yeah no and but when it comes to like the number of rapes
1: of women you can't believe police reports because women underreport no. rape yeah uh, yeah it's a complete oh my god
0: it's it's oh my god it's, all right but they well, what's interesting is that they didn't even attempt to uh, engage with that particular framing that he created no. they just didn't even because so they conceded another point to him What's interesting about this entire debate is how much they are at ground they are actually conceding in the it, through the negative space of the debate,
1: and how and how okay go look at the comments under the video and see how many people think that these three retards have won.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Great indoors. Nineteen seventy nine gives us five uh, euros. I'm gonna do the super chats really quick and says I once was an intern at mar and Com department i don't know what that is uh the female head had a straight marketing sta- and
1: communications
4: oh at a marketing and communications department okay I, I thought maybe it was like some foreign company or something the female yeah, head sure had a stay-at-home that. husband and her feminine fem staff were talking shit about him behind her back um, yeah, well, it's like I said, you know, know, uh, all, all of this, like, supposed social upheaval and engineering that feminists are doing, but they haven't done anything. Women haven't changed. And for the most no. part, men haven't either. And feminists are mad because in order for them to get a world that even looks anything like the one they claim to want, they would actually have to start making demands of women. But they can't make but demands they of don't, women they don't. because that go ahead
1: women don't women don't want that world and no they don't um no and and i don't even think feminists really want that world i mean feminists yeah, they just want to be victims of not having it
4: yeah, yeah. Th- well they just they, they just want to be able to identify a, a, a what a problem even if they're making it up and then they well, of course but their solution is always them well, they want it's like well you need more power of
0: well let's let, let's yeah. look at this look at this look at how they're using victimhood here Look at how they're using victimhood. They're using it as a gotcha, as a way of shutting down questions they don't want to answer. I mean, for -hmm. essentially, victimhood is power. So for these individuals, they have no interest in equality. They have no interest even in equity. All they have interest in is being victims of inequality and victims of a lack of equity in order to use that to be able to have social control and extort people's compliance. Yeah. And feel morally superior to everyone else. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And
1: and the like the 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 prime female uh primary female power, right? The the nuke uh that that women wield is is plausible deniability. Right? Um yep. you Which know Which requires like, victimhood. Yeah.
0: Well uh, it, does, it doesn't necessarily Argento. It,
1: it it doesn't necessarily require victimhood it requires a lack of agency, yes,
4: right? a lack
1: right. of moral agency. And yeah. so, you know, as long as, as long as you're just a victim of circumstance and whatever you did in those circumstances was you acting, uh, reacting to whatever, this is, this is something that, uh, uh, God, what, what did you call it? Inflatable femme or something like that? Yeah, right? the inflatable like, femme. Yeah, the, the clown, Uh, the blow up clown with the weight on it that you, you punch it and it bounces bounces back back. and, and hits you. Right. And as long as they can frame themselves as being the inflatable clown who only reacts and never acts. um, And, and so even when they actually have an effect on the world, they were just reacting to, to circumstances, things outside their control. Right, then they can absolve themselves of any responsibility for what they've
0: done. And these are the people who uh, have an unfettered access to and decision they want to be in making. charge.
3: They yeah, the decision
0: making of our of our society, and everybody's like, "Well, that nothing. Well, I'm sure nothing bad can come of that." No, mm. no. What are you? Crazy? I mean, it's not even just directly decision making. Like these women. women, are- women these women have become uh, the standard upon which men who make decisions make decisions. Yeah, like, no, that's, in order to benefit and and help
1: these women, <sighs> the, these the, this is the thing is that they've insinuated themselves not so much into elected office, right? Because I think that probably about half of of the women elected into office in the U.S. are conservative women. They're they're quite big on, on, uh, anti-feminism and, and just like rising on your merits and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and, and, uh, and all of those things. Right. Um, and free markets and, and, and all of that. And not so much in, in the game of like, uh, I, I guess they play politics in terms of, you know, Andrew Cuomo were just resigned and you know, and they're like, well, okay, if it was sexual harassment that took him out rather than the nursing home deaths, I guess like, uh, we'll take that. We'll take the W right. Um, hey, even though what's, it's, what's your point. But what I'm saying is these women who, who adhere to this, they're in positions where there is no real accountability. They're, they're in union jobs. They're in protected jobs, right? They're, they're in HR departments. They're in uh the bureaucracy, right? They're, they're in the administrative state, right? They're not, they don't go up for re-election every two years or four years or six years, right? They, they basically just insert themselves in there and then they stay, right? And it's next to impossible to get rid of them. And, yeah, so, I mean, like, these are these are very secure positions because that's what women, women like. Women don't like risk. Women don't like to, to think that, oh, in two years, my job is going to be in jeopardy, right? They, they want to feel like, okay, I'm set for life in this cushy uh, bureaucratic job that even if I get fired, I'll have a golden parachute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what they want. And then they they make policy. They don't make law per se. They make policy, and policy is like the dear colleague letter, right? Mm-hmm. That never passed any kind of uh, legal uh, comment uh, and public debate. It was it was like it it was not voted on. It's not legislation. It has no power of legislation. It was just an edict, a fiat, delivered from on high by a lifetime bureaucrat who decided that this is how things are going to work in universities. And if you don't comply, your funding, your federal funding gets cut. And, uh, with only two universities in the United States that don't receive federal funds, I think maybe one now, um, you know, everybody had to comply. And it's like, so this is, this is where they're at, right? They, they want to be able to have, an unassailable position where they can never be toppled. They can never uh, be brought down. They're totally secure and issuing orders and never held accountable, at least not to the degree that they're going to lose their paycheck. And this, this is, this is how women work. Of course, this is how women work because they're the ones who have the babies. They're the ones who put the, put in the caloric investment, blah, blah, blah. Right. Of course, that's the way they lean, right? Low risk, high reward. Excellent, right? Really awesome. Um, if nice work, if you can get it, right? But we're allowing them to do this not just within the sphere of choosing their part, their male partners uh, in in parenting, but in the sphere of public policy and finance and you know, uh, social work and education and all of this other shit. Right. And they're just like, okay, so we get into an unassailable position where we can never be fired. And then we start issuing orders. Everybody has to obey. We can never be held accountable. We're protected by sovereign immunity. Right.
0: And we also have distorted risk assessment because we've yeah, never been we, held accountable for our own yeah, actions. We can't, we can't be sued. Uh, if, if I, if, Well, even more than
1: that. If if, if somebody sues over what I did, well, it's the
0: taxpayers who are going to pay the settlement, not me. Okay. But it's even more than that. What's happening is we're putting women in positions of power, and we have this attitude of respect women, which means do not recognize women as moral agents, which means they will inevitably have a distorted sense of risk because they cannot they cannot see the connection between their actions and their consequences because a man steps in between a woman's actions and her consequences and prevents those consequences accruing her and does not actually treat her in terms of her choices, but only treats her in terms of her being a woman. So it's a complete denial of the individual agency of a woman and we are giving them access to power. yeah, While denying them the learning or the teaching that makes their their uh their use of that power responsible so it's not just women it is the unconscious feminine it is the feminine that hasn't been held accountable to anything and you can see that it's like and if you're if you're like oh my god i can't believe what you're saying are you a person who says things like respect women respect women what does that yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, no, it, no, it like literally respect, means... Respect people who deserve
1: respect, you know, like, don't, don't respect people who, who don't earn it, who yes. don't deserve it, right? Start off respecting them, and then when they prove that you shouldn't respect them,
0: uh, don't Stop. respect them. Yeah. yeah um, respecting women is... It, you could replace the phrase respecting women with, do not recognize women's moral agency. Yeah, no, that's essentially what it means. Like it's, and then-
1: it's, it's like and when when you look at it, when you look at the situation with, you know, women in the administrative state, women and this, you know, you got you got the radical feminism, you got the critical race theory, you got all of these things within the administrative state. And it, it's, it's like, how do you even root that out now? Because it, it, this has been, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's only been in the last year or two. No, this, this has been 40 years, 40 years of teaching this in universities and then having these people infest all of these areas of society, right? With the radical feminist agenda, the critical race theory agenda, all of that. So it's like, uh, you guys are late to the fucking party. Thank God, thank God, we had a pandemic that had kids doing school b- via Zoom, and uh, and their parents were standing over their shoulders listening to what the teachers were were doing
0: for the first time ever. But here's yeah. here's the simple fact. Okay, the masculine point of view is completely marginalized in our society. That includes the uh, the development of the masculine within the feminine which means that we are basically beholden to the unconscious feminine which is women who are not held to any standard of responsibility if men are incapable of holding women to standards of responsibility then women do not belong in positions of responsibility full period. stop yeah. period so you got the, the the whole thing that i see the whole thing that i see is that men are are simply acting out their instincts to provide and protect women um to take care of their the harms that that women say that they have because men have instincts to do that but the the plain and honest truth is if you cannot hold women accountable if you cannot hold women to uh if you can you can, if you say respect women you cannot simultaneously do that and put them in positions of responsibility
1: yeah, you cannot no, hold them
0: to rescound it's,
1: it's like the difference between like when when coverture was in in existence right there was a balance there was a balance of rights and responsibilities obligations and entitlements right between men and women it was it was very very uh, finely attuned Right? And when it started to be disassembled by the feminist movement, by the early suffragettes and and all of that, right? what we saw was, well, women were freed from all of their obligations and uh, and their uh, their uh, deprivations of rights, right? They were given all of the rights and and uh, and freed of all of their obligations. And men were still held to theirs, right? And you you even see this now, right? Like it was 1917 when the U.S. government said, "Oh well, the draft. Oh, that's totally constitutional because the citizen owes a reciprocal debt to the government for the rights that the government guarantees." And uh, and then, like two years later, they gave women the right to vote with no reciprocal obligations whatsoever,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Um, so women became full citizens uh, with no citizens, citizenship obligations. They kept, basically the the clock and, was ticking at that point.
1: Yeah, and it's 2021, and we're finally there's finally a, a decision in federal court saying, yeah, you're going
0: to have to actually include women in in selective service I'll even, registration. I'll even go so far as this has been oppression of men for a century. Yeah, 102 fucking years. A hundred and two fucking years, right? And men have women, not had the right
1: to vote. They well, yeah, no, they haven't. And or, or to get Pell grants or student loans or to get a federal job, right? Or you know, if you if you did not register by the age of twenty five, even if you weren't a U.S. citizen, even if you were here on a visa or on a green card, if you didn't register for Selective Service by the time you were twenty six years old, right? You are disqualified for a whole bunch of rights, right? A whole bunch of things that every woman just has access to as a matter of course.
0: That's legal inequality, a legal inequality, and it's a huge legal inequality. I've just been reading the the book, The Thin Red Line. Um, I doubt many feminists have ever read actual accounts of World War Two or World War One. Uh, when you read what these men went through, it is despicable to even say that at the same time women were oppressed.
4: Oh, it is a God.
0: despicable thing to say. Like honestly, the, I, the, the fact that we live in a society where women can say that is oh. it's just astounding to me. It's like I, there are a few things that astound me. Uh, circumcision of boys fucking astounding like it just it's it's incoherent to me the fact that men have to pay for the babies of the women who raped them that's incoherent and this this just drives me goddamn mental brian knows that no we we went over it on monday
1: 102 years right of women not even having to do mandatory war work
0: yeah Yeah. and i said on on monday i said that Not only do women, will women never understand or even be able to comprehend the level of sacrifice that men made in wartime for them and society. The fact that men can be put on a list to make that sacrifice is an emotional labor that women will never, ever even come close to. Oh, God. 1%. And the other thing is that somebody was, was saying, well, women shouldn't be drafted. And I'm like... You realize that if you draft women, well, if you draft women, what's going to happen is you're basically just going to be drafting them to have babies. Like, seriously. Oh, you know yeah. we what you know what's going to happen. It's like you're, you draft women and they're immediately going to get pregnant. Well, you know? you know,
1: that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, you know, because our birth rate is Until, going down. And well, our, go. our, our population yeah. pyramid has turned upside down um so it, it's it's and you, you know, don't even have
0: to make it official you don't that, even have to make it official
1: but yeah no like this is this is the thing that i, to, I told that that stupid cunt from uh uh the you know the one who like uh, came to the icmi 2018
4: about the one in chicago what?
1: No, 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 the one in London.
4: Oh, 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 the the woman from, I think it was Democracy Now! Democracy Now! Yeah, Yeah, it was in the UK. Yeah, yeah. and I
1: was, she was like, uh, oh, well, you know, uh," and I was like, "Uh, okay, the draft. And she's like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so tell me, tell me when, okay? She was like, oh, well, women were, men were responsible for, being the soldiers but women were responsible for giving birth to the next generation of soldiers and i was like yeah when was that a government mandated program when Mm -hmm. were women oh yeah no that's the handmaid's tale that's that's the freaking post-apocalyptic nightmare that you stupid feminists think might be possible at some point which is based point. on
0: a biblical story that actually is about the sexual exploitation of men. And yeah, yeah which it
1: never never happened and never will happen. never happened And will never right? happen. Yeah. And and so you're 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 like,
0: oh women were obligated. Obligated by whom? Never. They were never obligated. By their, obligated sex drive? To, by their they're sex never drive? obligated to Jesus, have, have children. Fuck. Oh but my here's God. Here's the thing. Here's the here's the fantastic thing. You draft women and you will be drafting them into having children because they will have, they will get pregnant to avoid going to war. They will get pregnant to avoid going to war because they understand, they understand, then they understand every single woman understands, they understand the sacrifice that is going to war. They understand it. They don't want to talk about it because they immediately lose the moral high ground to men if they recognize it but they understand it in their bones which is why they'll immediately get pregnant to avoid it that that uh, the idea that the handmaid's tale is some sort of existential, like some sort of uh, uh some sort of horror nonsense there's a some greater sort of thing horror. that could happen well some sort of thing but also that it represents a true horror there is obviously a greater horror for women and that is to be treated like a man Think yeah, about well, that. there you go, and then and
1: then you look at you look at the one true puka or whatever his name was way back when,
3: right? I remember him?
1: Yeah, the true puka or whatever his fucking name was, right? And he's like, well, when uh, when my relatives were gathering around, and some of them, you know, my father and uncles and grandfather, you know, we're all talking. They all agreed that it was much harder on their wives who had yeah. to stay home and worry yeah about
0: whether and I'm like are you fucking kidding me
3: you do <laughs> you not <laughs> do you not
0: can you recognize the difference between reality and women being handled like seriously oh my god uh, like of course they're gonna say that so that they can
1: get laid yeah. right yeah okay but they're they're not they don't mean it they don't they they don't fucking they don't and really this is the believe And the problem with men. It was harder for for the wife who who lived well, in a house. Well, they would have sent them. She lived in a house. She had access to hot and cold running water, uh fresh fruits and vegetables, meat that was fresh, uh a stove that could cook it. Um she had her children near her. You know, she was able to go about her life, socialize with other people, have coffee with the ladies. Right? She was able to do all those things. Right? She had it worse than some fucking guy waist deep in human excrement in a fucking trench. In a being, torrential being mortar, downpour. Being, being, being subject bombarded. to mortar fire. Yeah. Being bombarded with enemy mortars. Right? She She... She had it easy. she had it harder oh, my fucking because God. she I was swear the to one God. who had mm. to worry. I swear she to was, God. She damn. was the one who had to worry.
0: He didn't okay, have okay. to worry. Wait, yeah. wait, Karen, Jesus. let me get this the fuck out. I swear to fucking God, that generation of men, they created a really big problem. They should have sat their wives down and explained every goddamn gruesome detail until they lost every pretension to any kind of moral authority. Then they never, ever single for a single goddamn second spoke like they had any kind of situation of deprivation during the war. And that when their daughters strode home from college and started beaking about feminism, they got a fucking backhand. That's what should have happened. Every single woman since that fucking nightmare of a war ended and the nightmare of the war before it should have had to listen they should have been brought to the places where vets were were beating their heads against goddamn walls or couldn't eat because they'd had flesh in their mouths and they vomited every time. They should have had to sit there and watch that. Every single fucking woman that asked for the goddamn vote should have had to see that. Every single woman since it was born after those fucking wars should have been subject to the horror of them as much as humanly possible within the constraints... Const... Const... Con... Confines. Constraints, confines of what is humanitarian. They should have been, there should have been women, there should have been courses in every single Western culture taking those fucking women and forcing them to watch slideshows of those wars and what those men went through. Every single fucking school should have forced those women to watch that shit and read those stories and understand the horrors at the fucking center of our culture. And then the moment those girls started to say crap about feminism, yeah, they should have bitch, just gotten more of bitch it. about how hard they have they it. They should have been sent to the fucking front lines. Oh, you don't understand the world, do you, Missy? Well, here you go. Here's a ticket to understand. And the fact that this didn't happen... That the men wanted to protect their women so much is a fucking credit to men. But unfortunately, now we're facing the goddamn fucking payment of that. Now we're of screwed, that inability. Yeah. Now we're screwed. Because men had no fucking ability to even tell women what they went through. And make sure that they understood it to every fucking fiber of their fucking being. And now we are fucking screwed.
4: all right, all right. I, I would like to keep reading the super chats. i
1: i i i just wanna i just i just want to say that was epic allison it was beautiful
4: okay um yeah so where was i that was the great indoors uh tyler preston gives us two dollars and says these three women are giving me a migraine i see what you did there thank you tyler Egregious Charles gives us $5 and says, the majority report show would be utterly intolerable without you all yelling at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, that, that happens uh, I don't, a lot. I don't normally watch any of this garbage. Uh, I don't mind oh. watching debates and seeing like people who you know I would normally disagree with politically and hear what they have to say, but only if they're saying something that's worth thinking about. Um, and and th- this show is not that. It's all emotional manipulation. That's why he has two women on. Um, Mr. Roboto gives us $5 and says, As feminism is against female equality and for females being perpetual victims, can we now label them misogynistic and oppressing potential females? I uh, appreciate yes. the super chat. I guess you could, but I don't think it'll matter because... Um, Feminists are the ones that actually control the conversation on what is misogynistic and what isn't. Which is why I don't find it to be a terribly useful word at all. Alright, so let us play another clip and see what's what's going on. Women? No. You don't think that exists? Oh, interesting. No, I don't. I mean,
5: look, I, you know, listen, you're living I in... I gotta go back. They, I gotta don't go back. Think that that. Exists. What? You're uh, economically okay, yeah. strapped. There might be more opportunity for men to make money than women.
4: So he's saying um do you think that men have more of an opportunity to to earn money than women
5: no they no. don't you don't think that exists Oh, interesting no I, don't. I mean look i you know listen you're living in a uh a different universe you're uh, no he isn't living in a different universe then yeah the real let one you,
4: I, I think well, a different what, universe
5: than in,
0: affirmative action
1: he's living in the real one he's living in the real universe Here's it's what, a different universe from where Sam Seder lives but yeah. it's the real universe
4: what he should have said was um, who earns the money who works that's not relevant what's relevant is who spends it and who is it spent on answer that question It's spent by men. When men earn money, they spend most of it on women. And uh, whatever they're taxed also goes to women. And when it doesn't matter if a man is married or if he is dating or if he's looking. Unless you have gone completely MGTOW monk where you don't spend any money on women, uh, you can't avoid this reality. And the truth is, even if you are a MGTOW monk, if you're paying taxes which you have to you're still giving money to women guys so the the wage gap is irrelevant it 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 really is it's it's not it's like it's an anti-conversation it has nothing to do with resource distribution because women spend money on themselves and men spend their money on women so they will always get more resources. This is why feminists never talk about it from that perspective. And they only talk about it from the perspective of who's earning more. It doesn't matter who's earning more, who's getting the money. That's what yeah, matters. No. Oh,
1: well, the whole idea, okay. I remember there was this uh, this thing uh, way back when, uh, you know, when in the 1990s, right? It was called Freedom 55. Freedom 55 retire at age 55, just invest in these mutual funds and these RSPs. And, uh, and you can, you can have freedom at 55, you can have an income, a passive income, right, through your investments and your mutual funds. and, uh, And then you can go on cruises and vacations, and you won't have to work ever again. Right. And it's like, well, that sounds like being a wife
4: yeah that's just it yeah. like they're literally yeah, women, women spend more than they make so how are they oh, way, more. Yeah. way more
1: than they make and and here's the thing too right like even as early as the 1980s warren farrell crunched the numbers and he found that 75 percent of all the money spent on personal items so clothing shoes uh, cosmetics, perfumes, personal grooming items, yeah. right? Uh, haircuts, you know, all, all of those kind of personal things, right? seventy five percent or more of them, no matter jewelry, no matter who they were purchased by, were purchased for women, right? Mm-hmm. there's There's a reason why every department store, has the women's section right up front at the door when you walk in and the men's section is maybe down in the basement or maybe on the second floor, but you have to take an escalator or a set of stairs to get there. Right. And it's, it's one quarter, the size of the women's fashion section. Right. And, and you, you literally have these women. Okay. You have these stupid women who, feminist women who complain, right. Oh, my pants don't have real pockets. And I'm like, why not? Okay. Like I said, probably in the last show on Thursday with Hannah, right? My husband is happy to walk around looking like he has a three pound bag of potatoes stuffed down his either both sides of his pants, right? Okay. He's happy to stick his, you know, everything that he carries with him. In his pockets, right, sure. and look, looks like he has super lumpy thighs. Women don't want that, right? So women don't use pockets, and women consume clothing, right? My husband wears the same pair of pants every single day to work, every single day, the same pair of slate gray right uh, jeans. Yeah, okay.
4: Ba- basically, men and, are are generally like utilitarian and how they spend. I'm the same way. I own three pairs of pants and I just go through them and that's it. I don't worry about how, you know, like I'm not, I'm not a fashion fashionista or any of that. And And, and and he he
1: occasionally, he occasionally spends a little money on a witty t-shirt.
3: Yeah. Right. And, and it's like, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and like, so he, he goes out there every day to the office he wears the same uniform every day, the same basic uniform, and uh, and he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to mix it up, you know, for spring or summer or fall or winter, right? Um, other than outerwear, right? Uh, you know what kind of coat and boots he's wearing, but it, it's like you have this situation where these feminists are complaining. Women's clothes aren't, meant, aren't made to last. And it's like, well, that's because you're going to throw them away at the end of the season. You're going to stop wearing them at the end of the season so they don't need to last. And if, like, for my husband's graduation from university, it cost us $950 to dress him. To get him a pair of shoes, a pair of socks, a belt, a suit, and a shirt, and a tie, right? It cost me $120, and that was buying two different pairs of shoes, two different pairs Mm -hmm. of dress shoes, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, to dress me for that event. And so I'm just like, what are you complaining about, right? Because... You're literally saying we demand that our clothes be cheap, right? Yeah. But we also demand that they be as high quality as men's that cost, you know, eight times as much.
0: Yeah. Did she mention this, or have we gotten
1: forward any at all? No, no, we haven't. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, is like you have you have these these women who are like complaining. They complain about the pink tax, and they complain about ooh, there's no pockets in our clothes. Even though we would never use the pockets because they would make our thighs look lumpy, and you know, and and there's no this and there's no that, and the, the whole world just caters to men, and and it's like if if the clothes were the way women demanded them, they'd be like, oh, these clothes are way too expensive, and I can't afford to adjust my wardrobe seasonally all year, right? And, and I'm 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 just. Yes. Why do they not realize that they are... Because they can't recognize their own actions. They're creating the circumstances that they're complaining about.
0: Because they cannot recognize how their actions construct the world that they exist within because they are not recognized as moral agents. And yet these unformed children now have the reins of society. (laughs) And and the the, the, honest-to-God truth, they just cannot recognize how their actions relative to men's actions... Construct the different realities that men and
6: women are like
1: the blanks in the seventh day, or was it the yeah. sixth day? That Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, uh, with the yeah, clone.
4: yeah, with the clones. All right, okay, I'm gonna let's, keep let's keep going for a little while longer. We've almost gone for what two hours, two, two and, a half hours? and a
5: half goddamn hours, yeah. Let me tell you why right now, so many people right now, respond yes, to you listen to me like to honor listen honor to me for a second like let me let me let me let me let me suggest something to like you this. let me suggest something to you because we're gonna have to end this at the moment but i would love you to call back in has it occurred to you wait would he but would he like one of he? us
0: to call in
4: I, wonder. Uh, I think that he would treat anyone who called in the same way and i think it would I mean, you could call in Allison. Try it. I mean, Blue Orange does. Did, did, he has did, a tiny channel by comparison. So,
1: did you see? Did you see what H three H three did with Sam Cedar yeah, and Stephen Crowder? On Stephen
4: Crowder show. Yeah, I, I I saw that. I was I saw that live actually. Well, not yeah, live, but that, when Crowder shared the clip initially. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. That that like okay. So here's the thing, Allison. Here's what what kind of dishonest actor Sam Cedar is is. H three H three challenged Stephen Crowder to a debate. Stephen Crowder, whether you agree with him or not on whatever issue, he's actually pretty good at at making his point, right? And, uh, and he's so really fair to he, his opponents, I think. Uh, when when he's seen. doing the change my mind thing, yeah. When he's doing the uh, he's, change my he's, mind he's, things, yeah, he's very fair. Um, not always on his actual like regular show, but, um, you know, he's, he's generally, he's pretty good at making his point point. and H3H3 is a fucking retard. And his wife, his wife has an IQ of 75 and he, H3H3's Ethan's claim to fame is having a higher IQ than his wife. Okay, so, and uh, also keeping his brains from falling out of his head by wearing a toque uh, in the studio. Um, Tim Pool's just hiding a bald spot. Uh, H3H3 is trying to keep his brain still in his head. Um, mm-hmm. he, he just does not have any, he doesn't have any logic, right? Sure. So he challenges Steven Crowder to a debate. Steven Crowder's like, okay, come on, and we'll debate. And then H Ethan Klein comes on, and oh, it's not Ethan Klein, it's Sam Cedar. Ambush. Yeah. And Sam Cedar went along with this. He's like, yeah, let's ambush Steven Crowder. And then they were like, oh, Steven Crowder was a total coward. Because he decided he wasn't going to debate Sam Cedar when he was supposed to be debating Ethan Klein. And it's like, like, what? Yeah. What? Like, I mean, like, I don't agree with everything Steven Crowder says. Neither do I. But if you're setting up a debate between two people, Steven Crowder and Ethan Klein, you do not bring, you do not invite Sam Cedar to come in and basically take the lead, right? This is not tag team wrestling. This was supposed to be one-on-one.
4: Hmm. Yeah, oh. I mean. Uh, anyway, that and aside. He's,
1: he's just—he's just so dishonest. He's yeah. Just he's so a very—he's
4: a very dishonest he's actor. He's a dirty, but,
1: sneaky fucking.
4: But he's maybe he's a sneaky fucker. Yeah, he is. Maybe if if Allison wanted to call in, um, because you know Allison could use the woman card to get in, and you can probably nail him in ways that Blue Orange uh, failed to. So I—I I can I, peg him. You could absolutely peg him, and I think he'd like it.
0: Peg the
1: fuck out of him.
4: All right, but let's yeah, and then, uh, yeah, the and, and then finger his
1: prostate while you're
0: doing it. No, 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 I'm not that kind.
4: <laughs> All right, let's play the rest of this clip. This is where Sam Cedar basically does his big dismissal. Remember, he started talking after asking uh, Blue Orange to answer a question, and then when Blue Orange tried to answer, he just talked over him, and now he's saying, "Oh, we live in different realities." So. Wednesday.
5: When you portray yourself, and you know, when you go out and you go on CNN or whatever it is that you 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 had mentioned in your in your preface, you do that. People respond to you like I do, like you're a lunatic. That the reason why they're doing that is because everything you're saying, not everything, but the vast majority of what you're saying, completely does not comport with their sense of reality. So we've got that type of situation where, like, you have one sense of reality. And the reality around you not everybody but the vast majority of people around you have another sense of reality and did he
1: say mass majority
4: uh i don't know yes I, uh, yeah maybe all, mass all, majority all he's saying really i mean sam cedar probably knows this but all he's really saying is most people believe He's appeal to popularity narrative. Yeah, most people believe my narrative of feminism, and you're the weirdo that's on the fringe. And and so because of that, you must not be right because
0: Is that exactly what he's saying? Yeah, that is what he's saying. He's making an appeal Um, to And he also
1: he also used the term mass majority. What does that even mean? Vast majority, yes. Mass majority, no. This guy is a fucking news guy. He's apparently a writer, right? Okay, he's a journalist. He's a writer. Can can mass
0: majority?
4: Hmm. Okay, Alice, what were you going to say? Just
0: continue. I want to hear the end of
4: this. All right, let's play the rest of this. You have a misunderstanding of
5: of 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 like of things like. The, dynamic oh, for the love that of God in workforce or the dynamic that it works uh, that exists with domestic abuse or just the concept of like hey, blue orange for the love of road, God you know up a- for the love little of little God, uh, would
0: you, uh, you know, pl- if blue recently. orange is listening, please, these people don't have a misunderstanding, they know exactly what's on- going on, you know, and it's so fun, oh look at that fucking face he's making
4: yeah. Yeah, they are oh, this this oh, no, isn't that, a misunderstanding. This is That's
1: my that's my husband's cousin right there.
4: Oh,
3: okay.
5: Yeah, no. Oh, oh, very super silly in our, in our society, yeah. or didn't have the right to have their own credit card or couldn't even have the right to have their own name. I lived right to their own when credit when I card. When 21 in my when, city. When they didn't have to pay their own fucking credit card bills.
4: We've already debunked we that. The, they mentioned to the, the, the- fucking we, we, credit card. Yeah, we talked about the credit card thing on one of the re- previous streams about this because they brought it up.
3: Jesus
4: it's fuck. just one of these things they go to, and of course, you know, women taking men's last name is another. It's it's more oppression against women because they they don't even get their name, guys.
3: Because they, they went, went
4: under
1: the protection get, of the man.
4: Yeah, That's what it, coverture they got to
0: choose.
1: meant? The coverture, the word coverture meant covering. The man covers the woman, shelters her from the world, right? From all the vagaries and and depredations and and consequences of everything, right? He including her own her actions, Legal, including the consequences of her own actions, legal, criminal,
0: civil, all In of fact, that. You can he look at coverture. You could look at coverture as the state saying, "Well, I don't really want to punch, punish women, so I'd rather punish a man." So yes! official. This is going to be this woman's official. Like, uh, if you, if you imagine, if you could have in society somebody be like, okay, this guy's going to be my official. Uh, he he'll take all the criminal consequences to my actions. Yeah. Like, if you if you had the if you had the right to do that in a society, somebody else is going to take the criminal consequences of my actions. Well, that was the position of a married woman under coverture. Yeah, that's the position of, like,
1: uh, a governor or a president or, you know, uh, a dictator. Uh, you know, ooh, oh, yeah, no, I totally fucked up this decision.
0: Uh, I'll blame it on an underling. Well, not and, even. Uh, it's like, he doesn't even have to blame it. doesn't Mom. even have to blame. Like, literally, literally, the man, the man is responsible for the legal consequences of her his wife's decisions and actions up to murder and treason. So, like, seriously, this is not, not what they're just, presenting. Not just
1: murder. No, 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 okay. no. Oh. Petty treason. Petty treason. Petty okay. treason. All right? So if she murdered her husband, she couldn't. he could not be hold, held responsible for her actions. It wasn't just yeah, murder, just flat-out murder, right? Oh, yeah, no, he could still be held responsible for her actions. Right, mm. but if she murdered him, which was called petty treason, right, then he couldn't be hanged in her stead.
0: Well, isn't that nice? Isn't yeah, that sweet? Yeah, because he was dead. He was dead. And that—that's—that's that's the world that Sam Cedar is saying was so oppressive to women. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, fuck men who were murdered in this world that Sam Cedar says was so oppressive to women. Men who were murdered by their wives. We're not held criminally accountable. Well, criminally accountable for having been murdered by their wives. Isn't that just a peach for men? Everything else she does, he is accountable for. But at least he's not accountable when she murders him. All right, let's continue.
4: All right.
5: In the second biggest city in New England, women were not allowed to register to vote under their maiden name.
2: Uh, but that doesn't invalidate the men's rights issue.
5: Like, no, what it suggests to me is, not, listen, you can find subsets of all sorts rate. of people who don't have, in certain specific areas, uh, the same, I, I mean, I'm not quite, quite convinced that, that, that men don't have the same rights, but um, but the don't well, have equity. But I can tell, you, I, 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 you, I can know, tell you that across funny. society, when you so. look at, I'm not interrupting you because I haven't stopped
4: talking. When you look across, all right, I'm just pausing it there, Um, just because we've been going for a little bit. When you look across
0: society, women have it worse, right? Sam Cedar.
4: Yeah, of course, that's what he's. But you can't look at
0: any specific instance where men have it worse, or the whole gamut where men have it worse. Even though men are obligated to lay down their lives for society and the citizenship privileges that they have and have been historically before they even got them, thus making a, a, a Black and white, black and white legal differentiation between the citis- male citizenship and female citizenship with citi- female citizenship being more of a right or a privilege bestowed on women and male citizenship not being, being either. Earned. Being earned. Yeah, yeah. Even though that's right there in black and white, across the board, that's yeah. irrelevant. Okay. Because and- reasons.
1: Yeah, no, and because women couldn't vote in the, under their maiden names,
0: in um, New England, for in, New, in
1: in one state in New England, um, yeah, okay, one city
0: in New England,
1: yeah, but it's like it's okay, um, okay, if you were married, uh, could you could you have the vote? And well, but would, would but does you have it matter? To- like, would you have to vote under your married name? Um, like, why does the
0: name matter? Uh, like, okay, my name is
1: Karen why do we, Strong. Why do, we believe,
4: why do we believe what he's saying? Yeah, but like, even,
0: even if we do believe it, like, he's said a bunch of anecdotal evidence that yeah. women are oppressed. This guy has brought up not just anecdotal, but systemic evidence that men are dealing with or disenfranchised. And somehow, this man, like Sam Cedars, thinks he's won the argument.
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? The, the, the bifurcated citizenship rights between men and women, where women get all of the rights with none of the obligations and men get the rights only if they take on the obligations, right? That is 102 years old. Um, and it's only now making its way through the courts. Okay. Okay. Making its way through the courts, like, oh, jeez, fuck, this is this is actually treating men and women differently, um, and depriving men of rights uh, that women automatically get uh, if they don't fulfill certain obligations, right? So it's like he's Sam Cedar's going back to ooh, some city in New England, you know, where women couldn't vote under the name that they chose. Right. And it's like, well, could they vote? Uh, could they not vote? Could they vote under their married name? Uh, if they, if why they does he were... look like
0: he's filleting that mic?
1: Oh, <laughs> God. Um, if, if they, if they could, if they could vote as single women, but not married women, or ma- uh, could vote as married women, but not single women. I mean, like, when you actually look at the situation, you take, you, you zoom out and you look at the entire situation and you think, well, okay. So, and the, the draft is, I mean, it's, it's an argument, definitely, but it's not the only argument. I mean, like men also had uh, obligations, you know, fire marshals could commandeer them, uh, any any male over the age of fifteen could be commandeered by a fire marshal to put out a fire. They could be commandeered uh, by a sheriff to uh, to join a posse comitatus, right? They could be uh, inducted against their will into uh, as special constables or national guard, right, and be pressed into service. Uh, They could be pressed into the merchant marines, right? So not even military, uh, just getting goods where they need to go, right? This this was common practice. The whole term Shanghai came from uh, a situation where uh, you're walking, as a man, you're walking down the street, somebody bonks you on the back of the head, and you wake up three days out from port on your way to fucking Shanghai Hmm. to work on a merchant vessel.
0: Yeah. There's all kinds of other, there's all kinds of other situations. What I'm saying is that they have, Sam Cedar has presented a bunch of talking points. The individual called in has presented a bunch of talking points. Now, how is the calculus? How does it work? What's the equation used to decide that women have it worse based on, or had it worse. Or had it worse, because this is this is the thing. They both have talking points now. Sam Cedars are completely divorced from any context, whereas the one the, the man any who's sense of reality, any sense of reality, or the man who called in Blue Orange, his his talking points actually don't really need a context to be an issue. Um. um the because I don't think there isn't. I don't think there is a context that makes it okay that society looks the other way when it comes to domestic violence towards men. Um, but there is a context where it makes it okay that women weren't able to apply for a credit card without uh, a male relative's signature, and that is because they wouldn't be held responsible for the payments. A man yeah. would. The okay, man, that, that 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 changes the context. That that changes the context significantly. So, yep. what my question is is, how do you make this determination, Sam Cedar? Because you're not basing it on anything. As far as i can tell but can, let's continue let's
5: finish this okay finish it society, uh, the net the net relationship in terms of rights in society and be able to move to society with some form of equity i'm sure if you try you can find some uh some narrow instances and i have no doubt. That we have not done a good a job of trying to change the expectations of of what we expect out of men. That has to happen. There's no. Yeah, f- he just work can- harder, Does be he-
6: smarter. Because guess what? We're not handing it to you on a platter anymore.
1: If you're the oh, oh you a- fucking bitch. Well, you're not handing it to them on a platter anymore.
4: I mean, oh, I swear to at least she- God. at least she's not lying. She's just telling us what she thinks. And I think that that deserves uh, respect because Sam Cedar feels the same way, but he won't say it. She will because this woman is filled to her eyeballs with self-righteousness, which means that she feels that she can just say whatever she thinks, no matter how the woman
1: on the bottom,
4: demonic right? it comes yes. across. Yes. And she feels great about it because she is certain that she is Right
0: that's just uh, men have expectations and we you know we we haven't gone far enough I, to and then she just lays a bunch of expectation well certainly your smile that wide on my fucking wedding day okay
3: yeah
1: and she's she's literally saying i'm oppressed
4: yep and she's and smiling she's grinning yeah because she's getting what she wants. She's getting power. Oh, she's getting resources. Have you ever resources. seen such a,
0: so you know, like literally, this woman is the you know she's saying I'm the abused kid being bullied, and yeah. now she's saying I'm not giving this to you you on a platter anymore, bully. Like she doesn't act like she's bullied. No, she no. acts like the bully. Yeah,
1: right? no, it's it's like I, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking.
0: Okay. What? What? She is really cheerful. She is tremendously cheerful about all I'm of this. Wanting. Oh my! God. As if I she has winning. won something. I at okay, you
1: take I'm, her downstairs.
3: Okay, all right. While you're god.
0: arguing
1: with, oh my god! Anyway, um, I she is grinning from ear to ear. I don't know that I've smiled. Like that ever. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: And while she's saying I am victimized by our society. You know, last time I checked, right, when I was victimized, I wasn't grinning from ear to ear. I wasn't, well, considered- I wasn't smiling, right? I last time I was victimized, I was angry. I had a frown. Right? I I, I I, got frown lines from okay, that. Karen?
0: I can add to that. Uh, remember that video I did after the Calgary Expo? Where uh, I was explaining God. what had happened? Yeah. I certainly didn't have an expression like this on my face. No! No! God! You were...
1: Okay, your eyes were all fucking puffy. Okay? Your yeah, eyes were fucking puffy as fuck, and you were all snotty. I think I even saw snot bubbles or drops. Okay? And uh and yeah, no, it was uh it was it was not okay. Uh, it was you you were like genuinely in pain. Um and what? not like not not and it was it wasn't even like, you know, sometimes uh people have a, a rictus of fear when they're going down the roller coaster. And it looks like a smile. Some people sometimes uh, they've done studies and they found that screams of terror sound the same as screams of excitement and and fun. Okay, which is why my mom used to always come out and beat us when we were running around in the yard, spraying each other with the hose and screaming because she's like, "You fucking made me think you guys were dying!" Right? Okay, and uh, and so you now you're going to get beaten, um, but you know uh no was nothing like that there was there was there was nothing nothing kind of ambiguous about what you were feeling when you uploaded that video this this is just gloating this is this is just like
0: gloating she's one of the happiest bullying victims i've ever seen Oh, God, she, she she's recounting is. her bullying experiences. And look at that grin. She's happier than Nelson Munz. She's
1: happier than Nelson Munz because, you know, the, the bullies that actually have some accountability and actually have a hard life. Right. With a single mother who doesn't take care of them. And he has to, like, frickin uh, put a can of Chef Boyardee on the stove burner. Right. Uh, when he comes home from school, like Nelson Munz did you know, when they humanized him on the Simpsons, um, you know, like that person, right. Actually has a hard life. Right. And they actually don't want to necessarily be a bully. They just, they just want to feel like they're in control of their own lives. And, and this is the way that they do it. Right. This bitch, you look at her, it's like, well, that's professionally coiffed hair. And those are expensive glasses. And uh, she's probably uh, being subsidized by her parents um, in her possibly New York frickin' apartment. And, uh, you know, like, why should she not gloat about being able to To
0: dominate Say nasty things. Like, yeah, oh, well, I'm not gonna give somebody. it, I'm not gonna give it, you, you... Uh, in the past, you as a man, like, and he's, and she's not even talking about this specific guy. Cause I'm pretty sure blue orange is like what? 20. Yeah. So, 20, 25 he, so he's, maybe. he's had an even he didn't even live through the time that supposedly men were so entitled. And he's yeah. she's saying, "Oh yeah, all of your depredations that you endure now. Well, we're just not giving it to you on a silver platter." Anymore. Yeah, we're not we're not going to give you any
1: kind of relief for your grievances. We're not going to give you any. We're not going to give you a fair hearing. That's we're essentially not
0: gonna... what she's saying. Yeah, she's we're saying not gonna... you have no right to complain. Yeah,
1: because some men in the past allegedly uh, abused women who aren't me. And, uh, and now I'm in the superior position and, uh, I can, uh, I can totally shit on you. I can literally squat down and take a dump on your forehead and you, uh, if you complain about that, right, I'm going to smile the, while, while I'm doing guy. it. If, if you complain about that, you're the bad guy. And S- Sam Cedar, the sneaky fucker who's, I I'm giving him a year before he gets uh, booted off for freaking sexual harassment or assault, um, he's uh, he's going to hang up on you. So, mm. okay, let finish this. That's fine. where I am, and that's where you are.
4: All right. Uh, okay, I'll play another thing. I'm almost like, we, well, whatever. Right. Uh, it's not what I said. It's
5: not a question of
2: rights. not
4: about being on.
5: It's not a question of rights. It is a question of rights, you fucker. Could
2: it
6: possibly be? I have a theory about people like you, and I don't worry about offending you because you just spent the last 20 minutes basically offending uh, everything that both Emma and I have been talking about for the last, I don't know. Hang Hang on, hang on a second, I know.
2: I have a theory about you. You're not the kind of person that would offend me because your opinion of me is not a reflection of myself.
6: And that is, I'm so happy you have that self confidence. I'm so happy that you just walk through the world thinking that you're looking look at how she. Else's. But guess what? It seems like you're a little insecure about, I don't know, maybe you have to put in a few more hours and do a little extra work because now immigrants and people of color and women are suddenly outpacing. Oh my you. God. There's 10 seats oh at the God. table. And I'm sorry, you were the 10th, and now you feel insecure because you don't just get that spot. I've never done that.
4: Never. Uh, Twenty-four, twenty-three. Yeah. So that's, that was the next audio clip. Um, I thought this was important because again, uh, everything that she said, uh, Blue Orange had like never in, in the entire call. And I'm sure if you looked at all the videos, there was absolutely no pretense to bring this up, but this is what intersectionals do. They okay. if you're not on their side, then you are against people of color and women and immigrants and Muslims and LGBT people, and they <clears> just <throat> add to the pot. They're just adding all these okay. people to all the right. pot.
0: She is basically justifying his mistreatment. Yeah. 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 And why he doesn't he doesn't have a right to complain. This is what people ask us to work with in order to help men. Yeah people I know. who 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 will justify men's mistreatment as justice like she yeah. thinks in her self-righteous bullying way that his mistreatment is making the world a better place there's some author who described it as there's nothing more i think it was cs lewis there's nothing more tantalizing and delicious to people than a moral um Busy a body. moral position no a moral position that justifies them harming others yeah and this is yeah, where no. she is. She yeah, has no, she has chosen a moral position that justifies her harming others.
1: Yeah, no. And like she she won't even allow him to feel I mean, this is the thing, right? Uh she won't even allow him to feel the things that he experiences. And this is this is one of the things this is another internal inconsistency. You know, oh, it's all about lived experience, except for you, men's rights activist, except for you. Right. And and she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's just all about,
4: well, you know,
1: other people having a seat at the table now. Yeah, no, that's not what it's about. Right. I know that's not what it's about. Uh, my husband's two bosses, one and two levels up from him now know what that is that that's not what it's about, right? Because he left his former company um, when the uh, higher-ups, the, the VP, were like, yeah, no, if you are white or Asian and male, uh, that's 95% of our workforce because we're in a high-tech field. And uh, so if you're white or Asian and male uh, and a contractor... Yeah. You're never getting hired. You're a contractor for life. Right. And so my husband quit. And then his boss phoned him and was like, Oh my God, like what? what happened? And it's like, well, you know, you put me in for a conversion from contractor to employee in September of 2019 uh, and that didn't go through. 18 months later, it was rejected. And then you put me in for a raise, because, you know, uh, they changed their policies, and you they didn't inform you that there was a moratorium on hiring white or Asian males. Um, they uh, You put me in for a raise, a rate hike, in January of 2020, and then COVID hit, and I took the same ten percent freaking pay cut that every other contractor did, right? And while I was working this whole time for you guys, one of your most valuable employees, his boss was almost in tears after he put in his notice. Okay, because it's like, what the fuck am I going to do now, right? And it's because, and and he he said he said, uh, okay, so. He put him in for a raise, right? All the employee uh, put him in for a raise. He took a ten percent pay cut. All the employees, right? The women and the minorities. The women and minorities. Certain minorities, not others. Um, all of them lost their three point five percent cost of living increase. Right? They didn't take a pay cut. Right? They didn't lose their sick days. Their paid sick days. Their paid, days, their paid vacation. They didn't lose any of that. Right? They just had to not get their raise. They were bitching and moaning. My husband was saying, well, it's better than a 100% pay cut. So, you know, and he goes on for another year and a half, right? And he quits his job. Okay. Two and a half weeks after he quits, the vice president okay. approves his raise. Okay. Finally the, the, the approves his is, raise. And, the and point I'm just, is... I'm just, The point in relation to this is... Three women, three women were hired during that time. Three fucking women who had been there less time and, and who, if
0: they'd left, they wouldn't have made his boss cry. Okay, so the point of this anecdote is as follows. Karen Strawn's husband left his job, leaving his boss in the lurch, because the company had an open policy of discriminating against white and Asian men. Okay? Open. Wide open, open. policy. Wide Openly open policy. Stated. And then he said that you have this open policy of discriminating against people like me. That is why I'm leaving. And incidentally, segueing into this, this woman and what she's saying, she is marginalizing men's point of view. And once again, I'm going to bring up. That these individuals are the ones who, who control the narrative of all of society. They control it. Full stop. There is no argument anymore. We are, about, we are women. We are the only opposition. And we are a fucking tiny channel. The only was, opposition to this. And I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Okay, Karen? Okay. We are the only opposition that is making the connection to the marginalization of the male point of view and the current deterioration of our society. Not just bringing attention to the fact that men have issues and they need to be addressed, but the connection between the absolute marginalization of the male point of view that she is engaging in right here. That is what she is doing. She is saying, you have no right to complain about being abused. No right to an opinion about yourself. You have no right to an opinion about how you are treated. And you are, we are utterly justified and completely and utterly discriminating against you and battering you about it. Too bad for her. She's talking about the one group of people that keeps her damn lights on, keeps her yeah. toilet flushing, keeps her stove cooking her food, keeps her mail delivered to her door, keeps her heating on in her house. She is talking about the one group of people who keeps every single amenity and thing that she enjoys in her life, in her life. And she is saying, I don't care how badly you're treated. I don't care if I treat you so badly, you're no longer able to, to do your work, much less like Karen's husband simply saying goodbye, no longer interested in contributing to your bullshit. I don't care. I don't care about you at all. Oh, oh, I'm just gonna uh, You see these these men who are carrying me In my rattan chair on their shoulders I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep beating them with the stick I have I'm just gonna keep beating and beating and beating And beating these men who are carrying me Let's see how that how, Let's see how that strategy Works for you, lady Let's see how that strategy works for our entire Goddamn society in the upcoming years let's Oh us Let's see how it's working How is it working? How is it fucking working? Oh, and I would. Damn it! I wish those men from World War II and World War One who had fucking told their fucking daughters the sacrifices they made so they could sit at fucking home, and their wives,
1: and you know, and here's the thing too, right? Look up Rich Zubaty. I, I think I think the video is still on YouTube. Rich Zubati, Zubaty, Z U B A T Y. The video is called what men know that women don't and it tells you everything it's it sort of encapsulates that uh camille Paglia quote that if civilization had been left in the hands of women we'd all still be living in grass huts i actually don't think that we would have been living in grass huts and we would have been just still living in caves um because we would not have developed the technology to live in huts. grass. Well, yeah. Karen,
0: we're about to see. We're about to see what civilization looks like when it's handed over not just to women, not just to feminine individuals, but to feminine individuals who have absolutely no goddamn accountability and no no way of developing an understanding of true risk. And to sneaky fuckers. And like to sneaky fuckers Cedar. who yeah. only care apparently about getting their penises inside women.
3: Or yeah, their Approval. Yeah. No. Approval. I, yeah, or their no, approval. I d-
0: yeah, no, because I I don't I don't know that
1: Sam Cedar wants to fuck either of these women. Although, you know, they're both very attractive. Um, you know, uh, at least on the surface. Uh, Aside from but, the
0: horrible, horribleness yeah, of their souls.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. And and you know, when you get to know them, uh, often it's just like, yeah, no, thanks. But um, but he's definitely angling for that. Um, he's, he's approval. Yeah, no, he wants their approval. He wants their kudos. He wants, he wants them to, uh, to be like, Oh my God, you were so masculine there. It was just like, you know, um, like I, I hate to be, I hate to be, uh, stereotypical. I hate to like play into stereotypes, but like these women, I guarantee you, Once they logged off, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, you were just
4: so amazing.
1: You were so amazing, the way you handed that orange-blue guy
4: his ass, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, I'm going to play the next clip.
6: (sighs) No, I know you didn't say that. That's my theory on you. Um, This reminds me of this one time, and just to give you a little story, I remember, and Sam, you'll appreciate this, I was sitting in a conference room with Ron Hartenbaum, and uh, his partner uh, talking about a serious XM show and out of their mouths, these six year olds said to me in their 60s said. Nomi, we really wanted a woman and we're really happy that we chose you because you don't have kids and we knew that you would be able to do this job three hours a day and put in the extra work needed because you're still young enough that you don't have kids, but we needed a woman what? to host the show out of their mouths, uh-huh. that is what they said. Do you see what's wrong with that statement? Do you have a okay, sentence? Okay, stop no. it, Brian, stop it. All
4: right, because I just wanted no, to get to, to the, I, no, 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 it's it's less than 30 seconds. I just wanted to get to the end of the 30 second clip. All right, go ahead. I
1: don't, I don't see what's wrong with that statement because uh, it's overwhelmingly women who want to stay home with their kids. It's and, also overwhelmingly okay. let, let women let me, who have explain.
0: kids. Let me explain this to to Ms. Pointy Pointy Chin. Which I shouldn't say, because I also have a pointy chin. Well, He looks like a demonically
4: possessed Reese Witherspoon.
0: Okay. I'm going to tell you this. What they're telling you is, we're glad we don't have to accommodate your choice at this time. Because as a woman, you get these choices. You essentially have all of this. You got this, you know, a man walks through the door of a workplace, and he's got a choice, work or leave, right? A woman walks through the door door of the workplace, the workplace has to hand her a menu of all kinds of benefits that she might choose to avail herself of. And then you're curious, you you, you don't understand why a workplace might be, you know, we just can't handle how much you're going to demand of us. Yeah, how much you're going to cost. And here's the thing, too, right? But if they didn't, but if they didn't handle it, guess what she would do? She would complain. And she would probably
3: have
1: a
0: lawsuit on, they would probably have a lawsuit on their hands. No, this is this is this is like a
1: constant thing Um, at uh, at my husband's former employer. Right. You have these women. uh, They get hired on. Right. They get. Converted from contractors to employees. And then within six months, uh, they one of them took six weeks off paid leave to get married. Uh, She's uh, Indian and uh, she had to go back to India to get married and uh, and so that that required six weeks off paid leave. Um, and she was allowed to have that uh, for because it's part of the benefits package. Um, another one, uh, two months after she was hired on, she got pregnant. And then six months after that, she was like off on maternity leave. Um this is not just uh the unemployment insurance agency in Canada or they call it employment or er- uh insurance in Canada. Um it wasn't just uh in employment insurance maternity leave. It was topped up by the company um giving her full pay, essentially, to not work for a full year. Um and then they have to hold her job open. Right, which means that they can't actually hire anybody um, onto the staff, hire anybody officially to take her place. Because if in a year she decides she wants to come back, um, she ha- they have to have a space for her. And so basically, it's like you you have this situation where these women they think that at even the place that my husband went to, and this is a union job, right? So it's like he he got a union job and he's you know he's the he's the his I met his boss yesterday and his boss was like, oh, oh, yeah, your husband's Mike, the expert, right? the the genius. And I'm like, yeah. and uh, but even there, right, it, he was hired at the same time as a woman. She said, well, I have to move to Edmonton to take this job. And I just bought a house and I need three weeks before I can start. Right. And they gave it to her. Right. They were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. No top of her class. Right. In engineering. Right. Totally competent. Very, very, you know, but she actually had the audacity, right, to say, Well, I'm going to need three weeks before I can even start because I'm going to have to relocate, right? Whereas, you know, my husband was like, I'm going to need at least a week to give my former employer, uh, my former bosses, notice that I'm going and uh, And they were able to to give him that before he started. So it's like you're you're looking at the situation where it's like these women they they think that that there's a reason why, and this is one of the things that Roland used to talk about in his videos. um I don't know if they're still available, the uh, man woman myth videos, right? He used to talk about companies with fewer than 50 employees don't have to, in Britain, don't have to conform to any diversity requirements. They don't have to comply with any kind of uh, non-discrimination laws. And the reason is there aren't enough men to subsidize the women. There aren't enough men, male employees, to subsidize the women, to subsidize their choices, to subsidize when they're going to leave for, for you know, to, to go on medical leave or to go on paid vacation or to go on paid sick leave or to go on uh, extended medical leave or to go on maternity leave or to, you know, any of that stuff, right? So they don't make companies with 50 or fewer employees, comply with any of those regulations because there's just not a big enough pool of productive people to subsidize the women. But, you know, yeah, she's complaining
3: that well, just uh, think they about were it, like, Harry. well, you're
1: not planning on having a child in the next
0: several years, so that's cool. Yeah, that's it. And she's she's making some huge deal out of it because these people are like, well, we gotta prepare to be, we're ready to make uh, to give the women and uh, that we employ these options, and uh, we, you know we're we're glad that we don't have to do it immediately. And she's like, out oh, my fucking God. You mean that despite the fact I have dozens of more options that you have to subsidize as a female employee, that you would prove? It's <laughs> like, all right, we'll be less started. expensive. Be less. Of, be as expensive as a man, lady. Be as expensive as a man, and as reliable as a man,
1: and as productive as a man. This is the thing that Trump said. I don't know if you guys want. You must have seen it when that feminist was like, "Under your administration, will I be paid as much as a man?" And he's like, "If you do as much work, yes." <laughs> Boom.
0: Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Next. Is this it,
1: Bri- this is Brian? Is la- there any
4: last last clip? I got one oh, left. Right. All right. Seems
0: like there've been three last clips.
1: This is the All
4: end. Right, go Well, on. I mean, you know.
1: Oh, and then they're gonna about- spend the next however long talking about talking shit behind his back. I'm guessing.
4: Maybe I don't know. I I, I don't remember because I watched this a while ago to get the time codes, and I stopped after this one. Maybe it's because there was nothing of value after this. So,
2: and what I said,
6: no, that's not my name. I'm sorry. Can you try that again?
4: Well, wait, that's your name uh, what I'm, I'm, that's looking, fair. Your, I'm
2: that's, looking at that's... That's... <laughs> right now. Like, what is your name? Are you, is it the... um,
6: okay?
5: He can't see. He can't see.
6: No, it's not. okay. It's it's okay. He's calling into the show because he's a regular viewer. So, I'm curious if he was going to do the extra work that people do when they call into shows when they want to debate somebody. Did you do the work, or you just want and handed it to you? Handed to you. Okay, interesting.
4: Oh my fucking god! That was the last clip I got. It was basically her being smug. I think that they basically ended it after that. Um, but yeah, she just wanted to get the last word in. I think. Uh, let me let me. Just you know, see we should take else.
0: this this link, and every time somebody says, well, "Why don't you work with feminists?" Just post it.
4: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like,
0: how many fucking times do people have to try to work with these people before it? others will accept that they are you can't work with them you can't work with them you, you just can't and
1: you, you just work you for them
4: yep you only work for them you don't work with feminists you work for feminists um and that's it that's that's it there's no changing that so uh, that was uh that was that that happened I have hmm. a couple of super chats as well um let me just go through those really quick and then I I guess we could wrap it up uh, the great indoors 1979 gives us five euros and says I long for the moment Tim Poole finally removes his beanie to reveal his massive afro to the world and then we will all know that we are not worthy Ooh, woo Um and then great indoors gives us ten euros and says a woman started working at my company five years ago she got pregnant after 18 months and then had her second child I haven't seen her since she was at the office once to complain why she didn't get her bonus?
1: <laughs> okay, all right, but but I'm I'm just saying, like you know, my husband, uh, he bought a probably thirteen hundred dollars worth of books on coding while he was working at his former company because he needed to know uh, Visual Basic, Python, Perl, Sed, and awk uh, uh, PowerShell, fricking, uh, Excel, uh, you know, he needed, he needed to know like all of these, all of these different, uh, languages, languages. and, and, and frameworks, uh, frameworks. Right. And, uh, yeah. and he needed to know them and it's like, okay, in order to just do his job, and do it well enough that you know he could get the attention, and frankly, like I've told him, if your boss calls you to get the office chair back because, ooh, you know, we didn't return the office chair because a tree fell on our car and on our hatchback and uh, and so we can't uh we can't fit it in the other car, right? So we haven't brought the office chair back, but if he calls you. And uh and uh wants the office chair back. Uh I want you to tell him to uh just run it up to Trong, the VP, right? Um that you're Metis. Uh you have status sufficient that you played on the Alberta native hockey team, midget triple A, right? Uh that you were considered the uh, the whitey on the team, but uh, you were goalie and got MVP. MVP in the league. Uh so you 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 are status as in as much as Metis have status. Um you you he didn't Trong didn't just fucking lose the most productive employee, right? He lost a diversity hire, and well, see what Trong does. See what he does. See what he does. Like if he comes back with the "Ooh, let's hire this guy," right? Okay, because Ken- Jeff Jeff was under the impression that this is not how things worked. Twenty
0: seventeen. Twenty seventeen. At the risk of um, at the risk of at the risk of cutting this anecdote short. What is the relevance to what we just watched what no what I'm
1: saying is they they have no fucking clue how things oh ooh, women and minorities are being discriminated against no
0: no it's the opposite, yes, yes, it's exactly the opposite, and what they're doing, what is she doing is she's she's saying. She's not saying that he's not discriminated against. He's saying she's saying that it is justified discrimination. And like the rant that I went on, she is saying to the group of people, men who are responsible for running society and making our society productive. I know everybody's all about the, you know, um, printing press go burr, but at the end of the day, actual product gives us wealth. And yeah, men are no. the most productive group of people in all I'm of not, human history.
1: I'm not, and I'm not interested in paying $10,000 for a fucking block of cheese. Yeah.
0: yeah. okay. So what she's saying is that discriminating against, demoralizing, ostracizing and treating with absolute um, depraved contempt. cruelty, contempt yeah. the group of people most responsible for society and the wealth of society. And I'm saying, yeah, let's see let's see feminism. Let's see how. Now you're now you're at the wheel. And you've been for a while. Let's see how well it goes. We all seem to be know. going very well. Really? We all we
1: already know. We and know it that is.
0: It is your we, fault. If this fucking yeah, fucking fucking car crashes, we know, you we, are at the wheel.
1: We know that that in New Zealand anyway, um, men between age 40 and 80 are the only net taxpayers. In the country,
3: mm-hmm. in New
1: Zealand, right? Like they, 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 at age sixty-five, if they die the day they retire, right, they'll die having paid forty-five thousand dollars more in than they've taken out. Right? Women never, uh, they never pay uh, more in than they've taken out. They actually have a net deficit net overdraft if you will of uh, about $50,000 by age 65 and by age 80 if they live to age 80 $120,000 by age 80 men owe zero right they've taken out exactly as much as they've put in women have a a, uh, an overdraft of $120,000
0: right yep and like I said Society, and that's the way society has always been structured. Take resources from men, give them to women. Yeah, but we
1: never had a situation where uh, it was done through taxation. It was always done through partnership between individual men and individual no, women. No, the
0: Bronze Age. The Bronze Age. The okay. Bronze Age, it was done through taxation. There you go. But And then it okay. collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we... Well, okay, well, I, 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 okay, Karen... I am. This is now over three hours. I don't know if I speak for Brian, but I speak for myself. I am fucking done. I am done. Call me for a ride home. Many minutes. So I just want to tell everyone, thank you for listening. If you enjoy this content, if you want to make sure, you know, the one podcast that I, as far as I know, actually makes the connection between marginalizing uh, masculine moral authority, the masculine point of view. A masculinity as a legitimate expression of being human, and pretty much everything that we're seeing today, uh, you can you can determine if we're going up or down as a civilization. I'll leave that as an exercise for the viewer. If You want to support our voice and bringing attention to this and making sure people know what went wrong when it goes wrong. Finally, please go to Feedthebadger.coms. And uh, you can, there are plenty of options to support us. There are monthly subscriptions, there are one time support options, and there's also our monthly fundraiser at slash projects, slash badger media blitz, which you can also get to through Feed the Badger's pop ups. All right, Brian,
4: please. Right.
0: And, and just like a woman. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Thank you, Skeletor. All right, so uh, if you guys like this video, please hit like, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, hit the bell for notifications, leave us a comment, let us know what you guys think about this uh, video. I look forward to seeing your comments, and most importantly, please share the video with someone. They really should see that these conversations are taking place because uh, the way that the Majority Report um, does things it has a, it, it does have an appeal, and I think that people are are generally biased to agree with them, but they need to see the the other side, right? They need to, to, to have access to that blind spot that they're ignoring. All right, so thank you it guys so much. It is a blind
3: spot, yep.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, thank you guys so much for coming on today's uh, episode of the Rant Zerker, and we will talk to you in the next video.